control today. I have all the control, all the power. I can kick. There you go. No can hear you. Fuck you. I muted you. It's not like you muted yourself. You disappeared for me for a second. I was like, yeah, I was like, that was perfect timing. What? No, no. It's right, people. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Go Live. You know how it is. Should I even do an intro? Yes, I should. Why would I not? Sorry being late. Asa was late. Asa was late. Game on Daily official channel, which I have no control over. Could said it in the chat. That's official. Shout out to 150 of you in the chat. We're about to get sourced. And we have a debut of a gentleman who is using the sun as his lighting. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Go Live, the gaming talk show where we will probably have dissenting opinions, probably from a man wearing a red shirt, and uh, about Xbox tax and all sorts. Shout out to the ponies stealthily watching in the chat, and shout out to our biggest fan, Nick Marseille. I know you're watching it. You got your pen and paper handy. You might want to count how many times we say Xbox, but you might run out of ink. Welcome to Go Live. Asa, how are you? Why are you relegated to the bottom left corner what's going on why are you leaving us have you given up on life all of those yes please don't give up on um, life Asa. no it's not yeah. so <laughs> we're running things slightly different because i need to cut my stay short today i need to, to pop out after about an hour and a half so i figured gas can handle it if we run it like this more or less more or less it's probably going to be like my biggest mistake is to entrust anything to gas but hopefully yeah we've got We've got some time, got some topics, so got a brand new guest and returning Kibbity, of course, so, so let's get into it, it should be good. Absolutely. I'm going to mute my camera though, I'm going to mute my mic, I'm going to turn my camera off and I'm going to eat my dinner and then, then I'll join you with the getting into it. <laughs> Alright, fine, I'll, I'll, I won't interrupt you until your camera's what's he, on. What's he eating? That's what I, want I have to. no idea, probably <laughs> bad. Um, on oh, that note... Food. Samurai Kimiji, <laughs> how, how are you doing, sir? You good? You're a friend of the hello, channel, man. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, it is it is Saturday, folks. I I'm doing well. I watched the finale to Attack on Titan last night. I think it's Ooh. been around for ten years. If anybody in the chat, <laughs> so you know, let let us know if you watch that. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's 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 good, dude. My one of my two favorite times of year is here. But also, one of the most nice. chaotic times of year. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be wicked, man. I saw your reaction on Twitter about um, uh, Attack on Titan, which I haven't seen, so don't even say anything. No, uh, about yeah. about Attack on Titan. But your reaction was hilarious. I can't wait to see that. Uh, but I need to recap on it because it's freaking so much shit has happened. It's so weird now, like all anime. Ah, but last, yeah. certainly not least, every time we have a debut, we have to make some noise. We got B3B! I got your name wrong, Bob! 3B in the house! What's up, y'all? This us last time. Shout out to 3B yeah. in the chat. What you saying, bro? You good? Hey, man. Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. I actually, I have to watch Attack on Titan. I've been, uh, I purposefully been not watching the finale just so i have a lot to watch i hate wait, waiting every single yes. week for a new episode it's, it's not me yes. so I yeah i need I'm to waiting. jump into that uh but yeah I, i've been busy man um 
for those who, who don't know me on this channel, I, I work in the gaming industry, commercials, all that different stuff. Uh, I've been with Ubisoft and worked on Fable, all the different things. Um, and now I occasionally jump on podcasts. So glad to be here. Let's, let's get it started, man. I'm Can excited. I ask like marketing or what? Yeah, for, for commercials, I, uh, I work on the Aflac commercials. So if you guys yeah. have seen the Aflac duck ads annoying you and like Disney Plus or Hulu, that's sorry. That's me. <laughs> uh, Holiday Inn, just different brands, different brands. But uh, those are the ones, yeah. the, the top two I could think of at the top of my head. Um, but yeah, Ooh. glad to be here, man. Glad to have you on here, man. And it's going to pick your brains a little bit. But before yeah. we do... We have to give shout out to wrong wrong sound. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" Oh, there's three presets, and I always fucking press the wrong one, and then just get that. That how he screams. <laughs> shout out to Blind Riot, bro. There you go. Member of the channel. I you remember before Blind Right, but it's good to see you, man. Oh, at Blind Right, I saw your super chat on Sean's show telling Paris to shut the f up. Kumbaya, <laughs> my ass. Shout out to Face oh, already in there. Dang. Face, I'm going to, Face, thank you for the super chat. I will read it in, as you know, when the topic is brought up so you don't waste your super chat. We get extract value out of all your super chats. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to Boba Fett in the chat. Shout out to Fun Speculation in the chat. Shout out to... That's Boba Fett again. Mr. F.U. Who the hell are you? I know you are. Cerebro Assassin. <laughs> Shout out to you. Exo Abacayasanti. What are you doing here? You lazy piece of shit. You were supposed to come back to me. Kane Productions. The man who created the insane trailers on this channel. And, oh, who's Cole Eastwood? Do you know who Cole Eastwood is? Cole Eastwood no is the guy who got... Is by uh, the internet today over his, his take, which we'll talk about. Colt Eastwood. Shout out to Colt Eastwood. This is for you. I didn't even know what that was. I was going to hit the random buttons now. I need to upgrade these <laughs> I think songs. it fits. <laughs> it fits. Habibi Colt. Um, shout out to 250 of you in the chat. We're going to go straight in. No, we're not. I'm lying. What games have we been playing, gents? We always do this. Three bit. <laughs> you're, you're new here. Tell us yep. what is one or three top three best games of all time for you, oh, and damn. then what have you been Whoa. playing? Ooh, no hit pressure. Me with that question on the spot of all time. <laughs> three best uh, games of all time. What comes right. to your Maybe mind? Three that come to mind. How about that? Yeah, come three comes to mind. Come I say three mind. best games. Yeah. What three comes to your mind? It may not be the accurate one. Go for it. Okay, because yeah, I might watch the show. I'm like, dang, I forgot to play. <laughs> exactly, say, exactly. Chat, remember game. that. It's just. What's Three that come to head? mind. Uh, Halo Two. Halo I mean, Two. Halo Two. Love that story. Uh, man. Story. What the? F anyway, oh, yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, I want to say uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. That's nice. another Red one. Red Dead that, Redemption that really Two. Oh, okay. With. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Very good. You have to say another two now. You know that, right? <laughs> oh man. I mean. Dang, I can't think of a, a third. Let me just say, uh, I'll put some. I'll put some. Uh, I'll just put Halo Three in there. 
I like Halo, Halo 3. 2, Halo 3, and Red yeah. Dead Redemption. Yeah. So, uh, put it in there. Very... So Bit and I are on a good start, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bit and I are on a good start, <laughs> if you guys tell me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what, what would you say? If I said immediately top three in your head, what comes to your mind, KBG? Um, Halo 3. <laughs> Halo 3, um, okay. okay. Uh, uh, best or favorite? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was kind of going with me. Three. Whatever, just, whatever top means. When someone uh, says top three, the idea of what game comes in your head. Undertale. Um, Undertale comes in your head. And uh, um, GTA 4. I don't know. GTA 4? Yeah. Want to go bowling? The worst. Do you want to go bowling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting taste. There. That, was kind of, that was kind of a mixture of both favorites mm. and besties. So I consider those different, but yeah. Oh, shit. Chat, what do you think about that? GTA 4. God, that's the worst GTA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the bowling? Oh, my God. Was it wasn't for you? Like the best story, man. Yeah. Halo story, the, the story, story in my opinion, too. is the story yeah, is really good. Anyway, can, can we just talk about the Halo story? Okay. Yeah. Halo. Okay. Halo two. Don't you dare you... say Halo two has not a good story. Don't <laughs> that you was my dare. favorite. That is the, the best, hands best. down. That you literally can reach out to the Halo community. And and to tease that what I'm going to say later, all art is subjective. But if you pull mm -hmm. the Halo community, they will say Halo Two is the it most. It just had a lot story. to offer. You had the actually Arbiter storyline. You had Master Chief storyline, kind of intertwined mm. by the end. The best part of Halo best Two was the Grave Mind for me. Was that Halo Two? Yeah, that was Halo Two. Yeah. When he pulls Arbiter and Chief yeah. down the, under underwater, that yep. was mm -hmm. one of the key like sci-fi like moments for me. I think that okay. Fine. But he just anyway. <laughs> hmm, yeah. It didn't end that well, did it? The finish the fight thing, and that always left a poor. Well, taste it was a cliffhanger. Mouth. It just depends yeah. if if somebody hates cliffhangers, then they hate that game. Yeah, I yeah that's true. Them. Yeah, they left. Well, it yeah, it wasn't bad. Halo One, uh, even though it hadn't didn't have a typical story, I just felt it more because um, it was so new. The Covenant was so new. The Flood was so new. Halo One did have that a lot of horror them. elements for sure. And the horror elements were good. Yeah. Minus library, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, like, I want to um, I want to answer. I've been playing a lot of Lies of P lately. <laughs> well, Lies of P. I I've been playing play Lies of P lately, dude. That game is, I'm enjoying it. Like, Timothy like I'm not loving it, but it's like it's 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 giving me. It's along a, a lot of games this year where it's like this is exactly what I wanted. You know, it's not it's not blowing me away. It's not going above my expectations, but this is exactly what I wanted, and and mm. I've gotten that a lot this year. So that's a, that's, yeah. that's a good good way of putting it. Actually, I I, I yeah I need to play Liza P. Um, Alvin with a five dollar super chat. Thank you. He says Halo Two has the best story easily, but it depends on your willingness to play someone other than Chief. That True. never bothers me. The Arbiter is an all time character. I really liked. Actually, I did like. Uh, was it Blur Studios that did the rejig on Halo Two yes. Anniversaries? And yeah, um, yeah. that that really breathed life into the whole scene with the council when the Arbiter was getting that brand and the shame of it. Um, I written so I don't disagree with you. In fact, probably I would say Halo One personally for the weird impact of it, but Halo Two in terms of story, meaning actual story. Yeah, yeah. Halo yeah. Uh, Acer, if if. Oh, of all the Halo games, which game, <laughs> which game story 
Could you probably, would you hold them in highest esteem? I still hold the first one in highest esteem. I get that the second one, the second one doesn't yeah. stand alone so well though. You need the third one to pair up with it. Agreed. So those are kind of a duo that I completely of uh, duo gaming. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's why I was like, that's why I put both. I was like, Halo 2 and yeah. I was like, okay, three. Yeah. 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 It's like people do when they go like Mass Effect. You wouldn't have any of the individual Mass Effects, but if you want yes. that in your list, you, you'd cheat and do Legendary Edition. So you just you just need to go Master yes. Chief Collection. That's one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Yeah, no, <laughs> Halo just, One. I, 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 I as a standalone, that is yeah something pretty pretty impressive. Nintendo on the Yotaku says. Speaking of anime, the Scott Pilgrim Netflix anime is a Ooh, last is the last that. Jedi level of middle finger to fans. A complete waste of time. Really? Now, I think I know why he's saying this, and I can understand if 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 I am guessing right, because because I can't say why, but there's reasons he might be saying that. But to me, as somebody that is a total non fan, I'm loving it so far. It's oh, so really? much fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, loving it too. I, I, that's one of my favorite movies. So I don't oh, know. Really? I see. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus the World is one of my favorite movies for sure. Uh, nice. I did think and, I would and, like it. I watched it. I thought this is cool. Um, so. Yeah. That's that was me too. I watched the movie and I was like, "Cool, yeah." Same. Yeah. Yeah, what about? I love that. Uh, have you seen uh, Blue Eye Samurai? I thought this was like this is going to mm -hmm. be like the last samurai kind of like weird attempt, and I, it's on Netflix right now, and it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, sorry, it was not an anime show. It always ends yeah, up anyway. becoming an anime discussion <laughs> yeah. show. Um, but what games have you been playing? Three bit. Uh mostly been playing Alan Wake two. Oh yeah, how are you finding been, it? Been, uh, so far, it's it's interesting me. I love true crime type, uh, just whatever <laughs> the genre of true crime, and it has a lot of that. You get to kind of solve the case uh, as you're going along. I'm I'm still pretty early in, so it's hard to say in terms of like how fares to how the general public are receiving it. They're like, this is the top game of the year. I not yet. I don't I don't see that yet, but I can. I can kind of get what people are talking about, but I'm still pretty yeah. early in, but I, I, I like it so far. Uh, yeah. It has some of the, the, what I loved about in the first one, we kind of use the flashlight, you just feed the enemies and, and that very, it, this game is a lot more horror than the first Alan Wake. I don't know if you guys have played the first Alan Wake. Yeah. It, it seems a lot. The, the more jump horror. scares always seem cheap to me though. And that game is like really on that. Like, I, yeah. like, I was like, yo, calm down, man. Like, yeah, it, it is a lot of jump scares much. in this one too. Uh, so well, a lot of like just flashes. out of nowhere. It's yeah. like the flashes are really. I find that really cheap. Um, mm. it, not in in the horror genre. This is kind of like everywhere, and it's not a problem like as such. But I just always hate hated the idea of jump scares. You know, one of the this I've said this before, most likely I don't know, but the most I'm not a massive fan of horror movies, but the best horror movie I have seen today, I I would say is The Witch like two v's the the witch and that movie has maybe one jump scare so horror movie but the reason why it's scary is because it's unsettling because it's so dark so you like weird. psychological mm. horror then it's kind of like. yeah i mean that's the best it, yeah. i love that dude yeah yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like makes you feel uneasy and like weird well, well have you played on week too yeah and Alan okay, Wake does yeah. have that so i yeah, feel it like it's that. unnecessary to have that it's like you don't need to do that i'm already engrossed in this what to yes. me still seems yeah. like one of the best looking games yes. i've played so far for sure so, it does have that psychological aspect for sure uh but it does have those sort of uh flashes of, of horror <laughs> so so far yeah. i'm enjoying it it's 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 
it's a slow start for for those who are like kind of jumping in and like oh what is this kind of happening but i was completely just in it i was just do you, you need know, to play the first food. play it as both of you have started no, it? Do you feel i don't that think way? so i don't okay. think so but what do you, Dude, what do you to glean the most out of it because they'll, they'll sure, be sure, like yeah. the references to you know the lines in the waters like a river or some whatever it is that line is that's really good they do make um, a lot of references to control and i don't yeah. know if that's a spoiler and then they have references to the first one but i don't feel like okay. you need to play any of those games to kind of enjoy this game and and understand its story uh but it does help obviously you, you play sure. the first yeah. game. yeah yeah definitely yeah. Asa, what about you? What have you been playing? I have been playing my first ever Assassin's Creed game today. Really? Wow. You never played Assassin's Creed before? Wow. I don't touch Assassin's so Creed go. because it started... Well, I don't like stealth games in general, which is not like a mm. secret. Um, I'm always saying I don't, I don't enjoy stealth in games at all. And that series started as the stealth series. And it kind of moved away from it over time. And I see that from the distance, but it's hard to pick up a series from the seventh or eighth installment or whatever it may be now. So I look at them and go, oh, I might enjoy this like Viking kind of vibe they've got going on. But I started as stealth and I haven't got a clue what's going on. But then you say uh. Assassin's Creed... And you stick on the two magic letters and I'm all over it. Stick it in VR. Yeah, okay then. Oh, I'll try some stealth. Oh, Why not? Yeah. I'll try a bit of stealth. Okay. So yeah, I've been I've been more learning that. I've not got very far. Mm, I think it's been a little bit overhyped within the little VR circles, but it is it's impressive. It's rare that you get a big publisher like Ubisoft touching the VR scene in general. They had like a deal with Meta to make this game exclusively for the quest, and then Meta pulled the rug on the deal, but the game came out anyway. Mm. Um there's a there's it's a weird little golden couple of months in the VR space, believe it or not. There's quite a lot of stuff going on this month and next. So Oh really? Like PSVR kind of two at the forefront of it. PC? PSVR two is getting a few of them. Um so December, there's a there's a couple of days. So you've got three games in a row in the middle of December. You've got Asgard's Wrath Two on the quest, which is gonna be a massive one in the VR space. You've got yeah. Arizona Sunshine too, which if you've touched VR at all then you're probably aware of Arizona Sunshine it's like a relatively yeah. big name in that space and you got bullet storm in the middle of december as well oh so bullets. that's three relatively exciting games in the space of two days in vr which is a rare treat for me because i know most people aren't, aren't so into that scene but i sure am this makes me motion sick but i can appreciate it so. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah no it's me too uh but I, i'm getting my my brother's come back from Saudi. He's giving me the PS5 back. He goes, I don't play it. He's bored as well. So I'm going to be playing um, a little bit more PSVR 2 and GT oh, 47 um, and see whether it's actually as hyped as everyone say it is and whether I can handle that VR for any long period of time. Last time I could only handle it one race, really. Um, but yeah, I've been just playing a lot of multiplayer. Halo! Oh, Halo is so good again, man. It's so, it, to me actually, Halo is probably the best shooter at the in the market right now. I, I I tried Modern Warfare Three, which I still think is actually the most for the COD fans, for the, the Modern Warfare fans. This is the, who like that meta of you know quicker ADS and just the, the refinements. Despite its reviews, I think a lot of people, the old Modern Warfare guys, will probably find this the best playing. Uh, yeah, people say well, I, I haven't played any it. multiplayer reviews. I just saw the campaign thing, which was separate from multiplayer. So I'm mm. did the multiplayer I reviews, also reviews go bad or... Yeah, but Halo, man, Halo is just amazing now. 
Um, so just, fun, dude. just so much fun. The Halo 3, yeah. by the way, like I have to give, I, I don't know if this is good. Keep it to you, might know. So Halo has now got the Halo 3 playlist, ma- ma- Halo 3 map playlist, map. which is incredible, yeah. incredible. And the reason why I say it's incredible is not only is it a faithful recreation, more or less, I say more or less because, and this may be a controversial, but the maps have been improved over the classic uh, legacy uh, one. <laughs> I really, I feel like that. Like really like, oh, it's, it's, I always say it's high ground, but it's not high ground. What they've done is they've added really good additions, like just to the geometry where, uh, yeah, that little map? um, that that was like little Guardians more versatility. Like Guardians, uh, Gar- uh, no, the Guardian one has like a hole in the middle. The, the Guardian map. What about the map? I always forget the the hammer is in the middle of the circle. Hang on, not hang on, not high ground. And you've got you have S one, S two, S three. Those are the call outs. You've got it's the fusion calls like at the top, the, and then then the lift on the side. And then you've got the, the, yeah, you've got a lift go, that takes you there, and a big grav lift, the big uh, the yellow grav. Yeah, lift. That, that's guardian. Yeah, yeah. Is that guardian? Okay, so yeah. yeah. So that guardian's got this wicked little. You got hole in the ground, which is that's, great. Yeah. In the middle, yeah. but also the subtle ones where S1, S2, and S3 are the sniper perches. You've got uh, where the bridge is on the low ground. You've got uh, a little, like a bit where you can now climb on top of it and jump onto S1, S2, and S3. Like, sorry, chat. I'm just using these call outs. Yeah, I've I'm noticed that. Mad. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So th- those little touches there, they were redundant. But, like, it really helped because you'd break your sight line in the old games and you're like, oh, you'd be chasing your kill mm-hmm. and then you kind of lose. Now it adds maneuverability, allows an aggressor to chase someone. You've got where the blue room is. Um, you know, that used to be a redundant room where the flare used to be in Halo 3. Yeah, no one used to really go there. Yeah, yeah, chuck that stupid flare, which is pointless. <laughs> now it's got a sight line in there. You can stand out there and shoot people, S1, snipe. Like, and there's loads of maps like that. There's... um. Uh, the one I shared, KBG, the, the double kill, the sniper yeah. one. What is that brute version of it? The banished um, version. Yeah, narrows. Narrows, yeah. Now they've added that. They've added a little room at the end where people end up just chilling there. Um, it, it, they're so good. But I wanted to know, is this uh, uh, are these sets of maps created by 343 or the community? There was one of them that I don't know if it was made by 343, but it was like uh, they had to hire somebody or something like that, but the rest of them, yeah, totally community made. So like like five or six out of the seven are are totally really. That's yeah, amazing. I think yeah. Only a few, like you said, like one is made by three for three that they hired. Yeah, <laughs> and then the rest are yeah. amazing. It's amazing, which is really cool because you could tell with the Guardian map. Uh, like at first I was like, oh, I hate the changes, whatever. As I was playing it, but you could tell they play tested it because Infinite plays yeah. differently than the other Halo. So you're like, oh, actually, that kind of makes sense because now you can sprint and, and can jump higher than probably the other Halos. So uh, as I was playing it, I was like, oh, that's why they made that change. At first, I was like, oh, I hate, I hate change. Why, why, did you, <laughs> why did you keep it the same? Uh, but no, I, I feel like the people play tested it uh, quite a bit. Some of those maps to yeah. imp- implement that to the to the actual playlist. They the, and you that and, and it shows um that who, the community is doing a better job than the developers in designing the maps not only designing but being and bold yet it to doesn't get it. nominated for community support and there it is yeah. the transition into <laughs> the first go. topic Xbox we're starting with this? oh boy okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Well, you've started it, yeah. And look, the Game Award nominations came about. <laughs> you gotta love the theatrics of it, or the fallout of it, or the community backlash, the, the outrage, and some of it perhaps warranted, some of it perhaps not. Who knows? Um, shout out to KJ Wars for being a member for five months, mate. I haven't seen you for a while. Um, KJ, did we play hate, uh, COD the other day? No, I think I'm thinking somewhere else. Uh, but let's, okay, so the Game Award nominations came about and it actually caused, as every year, every year Jeff Keighley decide, decides to piss somebody off. And in this case, there were multiple areas where he pissed people off. Um, let's talk about best ongoing game since you actually brought it mm. up. Um, because I'm going to start the heat. I'm going to start the heat. The industry pissed people off, not Jeff. All right. The industry <laughs> pissed people off, not Jeff. Jeff and his board have no say in what gets nominated. I feel they like he does that. The announcers. <laughs> he does that. So like, look, uh, put out, he like puts no, the fire. Like, oh, sorry. They're just the me. announcers and that's all they are. I'm sorry, but I, I think he deserves some flack because he decides... Who goes joins 130? He decides like this is the format. 130 people. And, we have and no that checks. That is correct. Yes, he chooses who they reach out to. That part is correct. It's yes. not even who they reach out to. It's how they design this thing. Has 130 people. I'm not saying they're a problem. I'm just saying there's no transparency of what they're doing. Uh, David Jaffe yeah. alluded to said well, systems like just do we have a way to find out if the so so I have some insight on this. of the game. And uh, there was there was a podcast to listen to because I listen to Kind of Funny a lot. Shout out to Kind of Funny. I love those guys um, yeah. personally. And uh, they, I forgot which one kind of gave some transparency on how it works because uh, they were asked Paris, as maybe? nominees. Was it Paris? I think it, it was either Paris or maybe, I can't remember who, but they gave some transparency on that where it's like, so what they do is they reached out to us and we each... We have all the categories that they are reaching out to us for, probably everything but esports, basically, and accessibility. And we each are putting down our five that we pick, and whatever our office collectively came up with, those are our nominees as, like, kind of funny. So it's not like they consider Bless's five or Greg's five or so on and so forth. These are our collective five that were picked between all of us voting on it. So that's, and I imagine that's maybe how it works for like IGN and Eurogamer and so on and so forth. But I thought that well, was interesting to get a little bit of insight on that. Yeah. Need yeah, a little bit but, more. By the way, <laughs> shout out to Blind Riot, who gave five gifted super chats. And it tells you now who actually got them. So Tom909, Dave Mack, uh, Fun Speculation, oh shit, and Joey Phantom Krakown. Um, Okay, well, right. That's anyway. some transparency in it. <laughs> yeah. but, there, there's also the the weird thing where the the nominations are put before the closing date. Like you put the nominations hmm. up on November 15, and then it's closed like the 18. What like what's the point of putting it up if you're basically closing it to begin with? If that makes sense? Because like they uh, they nominated all the people. Let's say November 15, but the they just closed the date technically the yesterday. the 18th is the cutoff for the release date of a game the voting was closed off like some days before the 15th but the cutoff the 18th a, the 18th technically the said that is that is the cutoff for games being released and what's eligible yes 
but it's oh. it's, it's like but you kind of get screwed over in, yes, in that way do. it's if you've released yeah. within that window there's no way you're gonna be nominated yeah. next next year like uh you know it it always ends up that way it's very rare within. i think the only time was like jedi fallen order because that came out like the 15th and yeah. it didn't get nominated for stuff and then the following year it actually got nominated for one or two things i was like wow um, <laughs> like i yeah. thanks for remembering so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Silent Cypher for becoming a member. Oh. <sighs> I need no sound effects. Um, but, okay. Well, the first one. Let's just talk about best ongoing game. This game, like this category, pissed people off. First of all, primarily because Destiny 2 was on the list. So much so that even Destiny's former community managers came out and said, lol, uh, what's going on here? I was going to say, and, I uh, think people were more pissed about community nomination than ongoing were they nominated oh, that, for that ongoing was too? The community one yeah sorry that yeah. i'm confusing the two so best ongoing yeah. let's talk about that very quickly uh sorry best community one why is that yeah. an issue because destiny 2's community is shit they're not doing good work with their game development look from an outsider looking in at destiny 2 which i boycotted ages ago it looks like this year a lot of people were complaining about the content in destiny 2 like um the content um, regarding like the 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 expansions, they weren't that happy about it generally anyway. Uh, but the community stuff, I guess, was leaving a sour taste in people's mouth because there was massive layoffs there as well. So, what's yeah, what, I think that's what, the main what's reason. What's going on? Is that layoffs. the reason why? That's main reason for me why I was like looking at this category, like what? And you have to think about the timeline of when they were voting on this. It was around the time of the layoff, so. They had mm -hmm. to look at the layoffs like, oh, 100 people got laid off. Most of the community people at, at uh, Bungie got laid off. And you're still putting this up for a category of best community support like that. To me, I was looking at it just like, really, <laughs> that's that's mm -hmm. a little weird uh, to, to put best community support after you just laid off the community support, you know, so. Yeah, and it was like a hundred plus yeah. people. It was just a little. It's just an awkward moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And awkward moments galore were present because then, very briefly, the best esports one. They they hired someone like some coach or some some leader. And the guys like I haven't coached here for a year. Why have you <laughs> nominated me in this? And that was so embarrassing. Yeah. It's like you think you'd have done your homework there. It goes yeah. to show that's you just that's a huge huge slap in the face of. Jeff Keighley, or whoever decides yeah. who to nominate. That's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And um, but then the best ongoing game. And Cyberpunk. Acer, why the fuck is Cyberpunk a best ongoing game? Because you got the DLC, which is great, but that's DLC. Ongoing games suggest like your it's something it seems like it should be relegated to games as a service and cyberpunk's best ongoing legacy is that it's fixing the problems that it shouldn't have had in the first place that's my take on it what's your take on it it fits into there's a few examples of awards that are really dubious like um last year you had sifu getting um fighting game of the year you had yeah. um this year there's been some other weird ones uh, and the RPGs as like Lies of P and things like that. And I don't yeah. actually necessarily object to the weird inclusions. What I object to is that the categories are not defined in any way whatsoever. Mm. So if you could look at this award, 
find out exactly what it is that they're looking for, how they're trying to award these categories, what they mean when they say what's the best RPG. And if you could read the criteria for that award and go, yeah, Lies of P does fit that criteria. If you could read the uh, the best ongoing game one and go, yeah, Cyberpunk does fit the criteria that they've set out, it would be completely different to just like this vague title and then whatever the hell gets in there gets in there as if people have never actually played more have than three sentence. games this year. So. Yeah. That one sentence description. Yeah, they just have a sentence description. That's about it. But it's too vague. Mm. It doesn't say anything. Cyberpunk seems like an odd addition to me. Yeah, it's like, are we going to start including expansions now for ongoing? I mean, it's like... See, but that's where that's where I would... I, I'd jump in here and say, like, as long as there isn't a DLC category, then how did then how does expansions get shouted out? If not, in because that's their fucking problem. They create a DLC category, man. Okay, they need to create a new IP category as well, which is an idea Tom Henderson had last week. Because they'll have like fifty categories. That's not that's too. But, but they need a still... new category for like, uh, in my opinion, they do. to for best new IP and stuff like that. Because yes, otherwise, we're I gonna. Agree get into this popularity contest with like mm -hmm. nominating the same sort of IPs that everyone tends to really yes. uh, gravitate towards. So with this category, I mean, this is a category that I felt like Xbox absolutely murdered this year with, with different games, uh, sea of thieves added like a forge mode to grounded. And then you got updates to halo infinite. And we were talking about earlier, uh, even games like Warframe. Neglected. and yeah. Xbox got shot on Xbox. did. Halo, I think, should definitely be in the running there, considering the difference between that, the aggressiveness of the support, by the way. The content mm -hmm. keeps coming on Halo. So what does Halo need to do? In fact, Sea of Thieves, in a joking way, but it was mocked despite Sea of Thieves doing yeah. this in jest, saying, hey, Jeff Keighley, what do we need to do to get nominated in this category as well? Um, Mav suggests a good thing, which I agree with. He says... They should remove the esports and content creator category because no one gives a shit for the esports one. And content creator, does anyone, did any of you recognize chat? Did you guys recognize who they nominate? I know it's a small space for us and we're weird little people, but yeah. you'd think you'd know these guys. And I just didn't have a. Apparently, the, the people didn't even know because they voted for the coach that he was like, I'm not even coaching this year. And then they <laughs> yeah, nominated him. True. So even the voters. So yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. They it's definitely just, need yeah. to get rid of the esports content creator categories for sure. Because those just that have an esports show and celebrate that at the esports show or something. Yeah. The content creator I, thing, I don't know. That that one's kind of random to me. But no. best ongoing game, Halo should have been in there. I think we can. Yeah, because when, I, when oh, I think about, I yeah, I am the guy. You know me, guys. Yeah. I'm the Halo guy. It's my yeah. favorite franchise. I have been defending Infinite for a long time, giving Same it criticism where it needs to. Yes, okay, I fine. know. <laughs> but but I think Infinite, like, I personally am in agreement, just me personally. I think DLC goes in ongoing. I think it is, because otherwise, where, where else would you acknowledge it? And in that vein, I feel Infinite kind of, it became the game that people wanted at launch. And that is reason to consider it for ongoing, but I think it was a must for community because literally the only reason people are loving the game right now is because, yes, 343 gave the community the tools and they're trying to manage the community, but they're letting the community make the game. 
They're mm. letting the community make the game. So how can you not nominate a game for best community support when you're letting them do that? Like, and how many games do crazy. that? How many games actually? Very rarely. Yeah, yeah. You get your Roblox, Roblox and all of that. That's it. You yeah. know, like Fortnite into a certain sure. degree, but yeah. you're getting these games, and Halo is doing that in a way that's quite. That's even, it's seeping um, into. It's, I mean, it's an example for a lot of other too. people. Grounded I mean, as well. They're doing a forge mode in Grounded where you can yeah. make your own <laughs> world and stuff. So when I was thinking of ongoing game, I, I think of almost live service games, games that have community that sort of builds up over time. And, and I don't really necessarily think about an expansion like Cyberpunk. So that was that was pretty much when I when I saw Cyberpunk in the ongoing, I'm like, what? And I get the media wants to kind of uh give cyberpunk its flowers like look this game really turned it around but i don't know if this was well, why does that not happen with halo i think halo deserves that those flowers there's well. there's I a sourness i truly believe it's not yeah. even just this xbox tax idea i think there's a sourness with the name of halo i think literally the name of halo has been kind of soured with a lot of people in the industry and they like they get scared to vote for it because they don't think of it anymore it's almost like they kind of I, I I forgot where I heard this. I was watching a show or or something where they were like, trust takes time to build, but it is the easiest thing to destroy, kind of a thing. You know what I mean? And I think a so lot of people think that just, the trust with Halo is broken so bad for a lot of the mainstream, a lot of the mainstream, the mainstream just, media. Yeah. Well, the mainstream media. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that one is a big omission um, of all the things. This whole fiasco. The thing I feel strongly, most strongly about was Halo not being there. Which is, you know me, I, I shat on Halo for three years. Um, I have two others, but yes. And then again, another example of uh, the Game Awards making what seems to me, even though there was some debate about this, Asa, did you see this best indie game, Dave the Diver? It's actually been developed by Nexon. <laughs> games which is like a <laughs> billion dollar company and yeah. thomas sala we had the pleasure of having on the last week he was pissed off about it it's like what does indie mean anymore where you're gonna give that is that indie and i i agree with him like that's indie games should be reserved for what indie outfits making those games do you agree it is once again what I said a minute ago about it being poorly defined as a category because you could very well have a category like you talk about indie being literally an independent developer and then you've got to include things like Baldur's Gate 3 and it does get quite convoluted as well. You talk about indie as like a vibe in the way that you get an indie music scene which doesn't necessarily mean you're independent it is like a subgenre of music. It can have different connotations in that sense as well. The problem is that what that category is I don't fucking know it's best guess based on the word that's in front of you like the one sentence so should it be independent developers that are literally just not associated with the publisher should it be should it be games that have a, a limited budget that would be a relevant category to me like games that released under 40 quid or something like it just it needs proper definition and a, and that's a, a studio backed by a yeah. massive publisher probably shouldn't sit in that category by my interpretation of it quite now but it is open to interpretation which is a maybe problem it's like the scale <laughs> maybe that's what they need to do is establish maybe like I don't know. Like, I think Ace is on the money. They I needed feel to like underneath a, a certain budget, it would work. Yeah. Dave the Diver, the, the dev developers came out and said, like, yeah, this is not an indie game. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they, they came out, out and they said that. They actually did come out and say that. Yeah, yeah. They said this is not an indie game. So 
I, I mean, it deprives yeah, it plenty of indies defined. from actually appearing there. And the yeah. problem is, like you're saying, you're absolutely correct. That a lot of this is subjective assessment on and meanings. Everyone, it's all subjective anyway. But yeah. when you don't clearly define, which is something we've been saying for the last three years, if you're not clearly defining what the parameters are or what the panel are voting or if they even have any categories and they're just plucking things out of thin air, then that's where you're going to get a lot of consternation on this. I will say as well, though, like this, we're talking about the kind of side categories that people might not think about in terms of the definition of what it what it is and what it means i do think this applies from top to bottom the, the game of the year award right at the top is not well defined either because there's no indication of whether you're supposed to value like innovation scale popularity critical reception all of these kind of things it is at the top a vague category right down to esports coach do you need to be an esports coach to be eligible for this award nothing makes any sense from top to bottom and it is an issue in terms of so legitimacy as the more <laughs> I, I want to anyway, like before we go on... into it. Can I just go? <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Blind Riot. He's given another five memberships, and he's given it to Leo. Uh, Leo, he's Leon. Shout out to you, Tim Per, Peter Morland, John Wolf, and Cerebral Assassin again. I swear he gave it to you. Maybe I'm just getting it wrong. But shout out to you, man. It's so nice, man. He's just given away ten memberships, man. I'm sorry, KBG. What are you saying? Just, um, so give just, him just hugs the... in the chat. There should be hearts in the chat. Uh, the 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 whole drive. like defining thing um like like imran omar in the chat said because i was saying because he's like the only indie game that was in there is sea of stars and i'm like uh cocoon was totally indie and he's like good game but it has a publisher there are so many fantastic indie games that had a publisher but it's yeah, like no, no, no. if if a game has a publisher does that mean it's not indie does does an indie game have to be literally from 10 people in their garage and they are oh, self-publishing it in my opinion silly yeah that's so it's you. like i don't i that's what i mean though it's like the definition of indie is all over the place if a there game has none, a publisher then it's not as... indie i don't know yeah. about that people start to refer to indie as a style of game now like oh it's 2d yeah. it's side scroller yeah that's indie yeah. and that's not yeah that's so that's true. Not say style yep that's no. true, and that's a big mistake we shouldn't make, in my opinion. And when I say mistake, I'm thinking of it in the sense of equity and fairness, giving indies the right time to shine. And like also, Pentiment. Pentiment seemed like it was totally an indie-style game, you know? But that was technically a first-party Xbox thing. Like, uh, Nintendo the on the Otaku. The outfit was small, that made it, but the resources available yeah. to them were considerable. So I would not have any issues with Pentiment not being... I mean, was Pentiment nominated last year's indie? no no not for indie no they oh, missed the deadline right. but maybe that's anyway. because it was by oh, xbox oh. like the the otaku and chat it's like it just can't come from a big publisher maybe you oh, know like that's maybe. what anna perna is known for anna perna and devolver digital they are like the indie publishers yeah exactly that's what they're known for yeah. so yeah no absolutely yeah. you can't, can't make that rule that, that's a bit silly shout out to 500 of you the chat hit the like button man um best rpg that also drew some criticisms lies of p I mean, lies of P. Like the, the, then we go back into this freaking existential <laughs> debate on what constitutes an RPG, and it's just like, uh, but lies of P is a weird one. No, you're playing lies of P, KBG. Tell me. Does I debate because, like, like so, my roommate like walks by and he saw me have a conversation with the character that he hasn't met yet, and I and I had to make a choice there. I'm like, oh shit, should I tell him to go here or go there? I'd say those choices. And yes, how you customize your character are the two RPG elements. But 
I think RPG is another thing over the years that it's like it's becoming so hard to define. Yeah, and we all have different is. ways of thinking of it. Is it is it making yep. choices that impact the story? Is it customizing your character to play the way you yeah. want them to play? Is it like people say, well, Spider Man's an RPG? Yeah. But if Spider Man 2 is an RPG, it, the, the difference with that is that you can literally get all of the upgrades in that game, and that is your path. And like Liza P, you're not going to get every single upgrade. You can if you play the game a shit ton. But more so, you're customizing how you're gonna fight, and it's like, is that the RPG? BG, BG thinks it's an RPG. Like, like, I could see the argument for it, is what I'm saying. But it's like, yeah, yeah. Modern day games, so. most most modern day games are, okay. but have RPG yeah. elements nowadays. So it's kind of difficult. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have not played it. The whole RPG and what is an RPG debate is very tiresome because it goes round yeah. and round in circles all the time. And I just look at it like, mm. like Tim Purr, he's like, <laughs> I see a lot of people say this Octopath 2 absolutely got snubbed. I, I've heard that a lot. And I would say Final Fantasy 16, from what I've heard, is barely an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> biggest, sub, biggest sub to me of the entire year. And I'm not Agreed. saying that in a negative way. As much as you want that to be in a spice yeah. way, yeah. I am saying what an RPG what, than Liza, uh, than uh, one Fox of Fox. the <laughs> biggest snubs this year, if not the biggest snub to me personally, maybe even more than the Halo thing. Final Fantasy 16 not being in the action category. Get out of here with that shit. That game. So are you kidding me? RPG category. It should be in the. Action I would have put Octopad two instead of Final Fantasy sixteen RPG and move Final Fantasy sixteen into the action category over Dead Island two. Dead Island two in the action category. It's a good game. It's a good. It's game. a good game. It's a good game. But like best action game of the year. I don't know. This is just I, a tricky year that. in general because. This was probably one of the best years in gaming. Uh, 2023 just had I mean, yeah. so many amazing games. So that's why I maybe I'm I'm even more critical of this year's Game Awards just because, like, listen, you've had so many amazing titles to choose from, and you're choosing these. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought they had an abundance of choices. There are going to be loads in there, and they still kind of. Fucked it up, really. Lao Shimazaki, thank you for the 500 yen. He goes, Final Fantasy 16 movie is now an RPG. Western gamers <laughs> are quite special. Um, yeah. But the big one, the big one that caused some beef. The big one is the reason why the Xbox tax is all coming into play, which we said on the show we didn't think it was going to get nominated. And it didn't. And the outrage was still considerable. Understandably, in many ways. Um, game of the generation contender. I called this game of the gen contender before it was learned. Like it has the potential to be game of the gen contender. Um, and definitely would definitely put this in my game of the year nomination easily. Because when Asa, you were talking about what are the categories for game of the year. What is it? Sales, impact. What is it? Like cultural zeitgeist at the time. Starfield. Starfield got and I feel not that strongly about it because well let, let, well let guess get get your view on it. Starfield didn't get game of the year nominated, didn't even get nominated. This game of the gen contender then becomes game 
of the year contender becomes relegated to none of it. It doesn't even get nominated. Well, a game that we said was so important for Microsoft, probably in the foreseeable future, based on stood the best chance of dismantling a lot of narratives. Critically, we know what happened with Starfield. It started off really well and just went, the reviews were down and down and down. Although let's be fair, remember, the outliers of the reviews in here and the way waiting works really caused Starfield's reviews to drop. The incidentally five publications that didn't get the review scores reviewed it the lowest. Um, and then Jim Sterling did whatever the hell he did. And But even despite that, I think the Metacritic score, I've said it before, is actually fair for this game. But Starfield didn't get nominated. And the reason why I say it shouldn't, should be, is because of impact. We've talked about this for loads of times. And I feel like Starfield had and still has an impact. Like it was a big moment. It was a, a big game. It was people enjoying it. People were sharing their experiences and it didn't get it. And that's where the Xbox tax comes in. And I've, I've got my view on it, but this is about you gents. So I'm introducing this in a very weird way, but three bit. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me. Are you mad at Starfield? Game. <laughs> be honest this is an honest space don't, don't yeah. lie if you lie we know straight away we can tell from your facial muscles you're twitching mm. here and there <laughs> be honest did you get were you salty no you salty? i wasn't salty but game of the year <laughs> for starfield I, I had a feeling it it would not be up there uh just based mm. on the media critical reception the same reason i think why hogwarts wasn't in there uh you know it is oh, yeah. what it is it's it's like a, a sort of a popularity contest it's kind of what i've been kind of hinting about with other categories of, of how people how this whole voting process kind of works um like i i for one think starfield should have definitely been in the music category uh at, at least 100 you know, percent agreed totally 100 agreed, agreed. Yeah. yeah and and that had, we had the too, orchestra played got nominated for that is that got good music um yeah, I, I gotta Which look at the other too I thought Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. I was just listening to it while I was playing with the bud the That's other good. day, and I'm like, this sounds like a freaking straight up film score. This is dope. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, well, I'll take it back. Yeah. It, it's okay. surprising that was in there. In there. Because, uh, Jeff Keighley had not? the. I don't think it's in Wait, there. Wait, hold on. Let me see. No, sorry. As I said, the, the Spider-Man 2 OST, I've listened to a fair amount of it when I was doing the review for it. And this, it, it is high quality, but there's not a lot in there and there's not a lot of variety in there. It's quite a short. Yes. Right. Short compact um, OST. I'm surprised it was nominated, but. Yeah, for best music category. I was I was really surprised Starfield wasn't in that category, considering yeah. Jeff Keighley not that long ago had the orchestra <laughs> for Starfield <laughs> on the Gamescom one night live. So I was just like, oh, yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, that's going to be there. You know, it, it's just stuff like that. I, I don't know. Phil Spencer, I, why are you yeah, nice why? to this man? I know you need to be there, but he takes the piss. You go to his show, he takes the piss out of you all the time. He's going to have you on stage, and are you going to do the same thing you did last year and just hand over awards to other people? Can I say that? That's what I, I literally thought of this like a couple days ago. I'm like, this yeah. is going to be really awkward when Xbox like shows up at this event. And then... He's going to be like, Bonnie, you like, can go. <laughs> well, it's good to be here, guys. Uh, we didn't get as many things as we wanted, but here's a trailer. Last year. 
But I do agree with yeah, the music. Yeah, it would be I thought better the music last was year. amazing in Starfield. I can't believe yeah, like, that. I had a feeling game of the year. I mean, game of the year, it, it's just stacked this year. Like 2023 is 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 completely stacked. Um, I I personally love Starfield. I think it's my game of the year. Um, uh, but I'm not gonna put <laughs> my game of the year what the like Baldur's Gate 3 is probably gonna win uh, game of the year. BG3 is one. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows yeah. that, apart from Huggy. Everyone knows Baldur's Gate 3 is one. But the thing I have right. an issue with, and BG, you can suck my dick from the back, is Resident Evil 4. Yes. Like, I just, I know it's a good game, where, but I just don't like the idea of res uh, remakes being in the game of the year category, especially in the And Armored Core wasn't there. And I was just like, fuck. Like, so you kind of answered man. a question I was going to, proposed there because like there's been this whole debate and i and i pulled my community and they said that they they said uh, answer but like and i saw another poll and they're all everybody's leaning towards this idea of like should remakes and remasters whatever be eligible well specifically remakes remasters for sure shouldn't be but remakes should those be eligible and people are leaning towards no and i, I debate like i really could see both sides of it but i'm like <sighs> Because remakes are literally made from the ground up again, but they were they were based off of something. You know, they had there's yeah. a reason why this is so great, and it's because they are basing it off of the source material, which was already great. But um, but I think the bigger problem, at least to me, just to me, me myself and I, is people choosing it over like this, you know this was year in particular. Exactly what like, I have like, a like this year, especially like, this year. Like it's. I think it's fine to be eligible, but it's just making the conscious decision to put it over, I don't know, FF16, Diablo 4 and stuff like that. Like, like that, that's a very, that's a choice that I just find interesting. I think that's why people are like, yeah, I don't have a problem year? with it being nominated. I, I feel like if you're in a game of the year category, if you were to release this year, you had a great game. I think you should be nominated. That's the way I, I look at it. If you're a remake remaster, I, I, I'm like, sure. You could be nominated for game of the year, but this year is where I have a problem with it because yeah, this year, exactly. This year is just too many games where you're like, okay, even you BG have so many other no, choices. Yeah. BG yeah. says, even though that's one of his favorite games, because I know how much he loves it. Even he yeah. says And no. it's a fantastic game. Yeah. But it already No one's saying it's a bad game. Even I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I just yeah. feel like what do you think about that, Acer? Remakes getting nominated, like I don't know, man. That doesn't sit right. With I, me. I don't. Um, I don't think they should be ineligible by virtue of being called a remake. That's a that's a weird, slippery definition that doesn't need to be there. But like everybody else has said, if you are valuing innovation, if you are valuing creativity and all the rest of it, there are things that you should critically hold against Resident Evil Four if you're if you're talking what to nominate and what to vote for. And there are a lot of games this year, so I'm definitely not saying it's really difficult to talk about which games should and shouldn't be in there of the um, of the six that are nominated because of those i've played a small portion of starfield a small portion of diablo i've played spider-man 2 but i can't go through this list and say categorically like i've played enough and i'm the authority on this and i know which six should be in there and which one shouldn't and very few people can which is which is a difficulty in the whole nomination process um should yeah. resident evil 4 be in there I, I don't know i've not played it so how could i sit here and say no but should it being a remake be kind of held against it to some capacity yes should it be eligible for the award also yes to me but yeah, yeah. see <laughs> lao lao Sh shimazaki in the chat makes a good point and this is where my mind says resident evil 4 despite i'm not downplaying the improvements but it is 
much closer to a one-to-one -one remake than something like Final Fantasy VII remake. That I don't, I wouldn't have that issues with Final Fantasy VII. Just real quick. So when I said that if you are going to like try and exclude or include remakes, that's where I said the definition can get a bit slippery because then you start like. I don't know. Is What's it a remake if they've added a grappling hook? Does that yeah. make it? Does that make yeah, it okay yeah. now? Because it's the same game, but you can grappling hook. Um, mm. So it gets slippery if you try and make a, a fine a fine line like that. It's <laughs> also the, the problem where you have like you have all these different uh, journalists and, and people picking the game, and they say they want new IPs, but every single game in this game of the year is a sequel. You know, it's a sequel. It's a remake. <sighs> You that's know, a, that, that speaks to the AAA space, really. It really that's does. why I feel yeah. like we need another category where it says yeah. "Game of the Year" new IP or, or best new whatever. IP. I, I genuinely yeah. think new a new IP. IP is a good addition that also promotes some risk taking. I would like something like Cocoon should be in, in my opinion. I haven't played Dave the Diver and the other indie games, but uh, Cocoon not because I'm virtue signaling for indies. I genuinely think this is an ingenious game. Me and my friends who, who don't even play puzzle games or games that much, they, bro, Cocoon changed the way one of my friends thought about things practically to the point that he helped problem solving in the real world. I'm not joking. Yes. Now, listen joking. to me, though. But And are you with me that, like, to me, I don't think Cocoon should have been nominated for Game of the Year. I do, however, think it should have been nominated for Game Direction. Mm. Game direction. Do you agree with me on that? People because game direction to me, it's like you're you're taking the industry or game design in some totally new place that's really interesting, kind of a thing. And I'm like innov innovative innovation, innovative, and, uh, yeah, category. in ways. And I'm just like, I think Cocoon. I I don't. I wouldn't make a case for it, but I'm like, I kind of wish it made it in there because that game did some crazy design decisions. I thought but, so beautiful, man. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And I'm a fan um, of those. Face twenty three. Brooklyn, New York. So, uh, sorry, sorry. What were you saying? I was just saying I was a fan of those developers. The people made Inside Limbo. Well, it's by it's it's, it's by it's the gameplay by designer. Right? Key key phrase here. It's okay, not the same okay. studio. It's but like the same like two people, designer. right? Wasn't it? Like it's two just, it's specifically one? the gameplay designer, and that's why this is in best indie debut game because it's also mm. the studio's first game. That the other one's like Play Dead, leading. and this is something. yes. Got you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Face 23. Before I read yours, face, let me read these super chats from Spartan Ghost. He goes, The Xbox tax is real, but Starfield was subpar. I asked Cole Eastwood on the show, um, BG, BG and Colt, you're both in the fucking chat. Yeah, fight, fight, fight. Look, BG is ruthless. Comes after my boy Colt. It says, This is you, y'all are fake. You're talking shit. Colt's wording was a bit. Uh, you know, it's always shit on Twitter. I'm sorry, Colt, but your wording is shit on Twitter and your tweets suck. But Colt is very forthright anyway as well because multiple times on the show when I'm like on XNC, I asked him very clearly, Starfield or Cyberpunk, uh, which one's the better game, including the new DLC? And he repeatedly said, easily Cyberpunk. Easily Cyberpunk. And if we can say that and assess Starfield's hype and Nick must say, you can put all the fucking faces on my faces you want. I've been consistent in saying this. Starfield just didn't hit the levels that it needed to. It really didn't. It didn't match my hype. didn't match a lot of people's hype. Um, but, you know, so I, I do agree with you. But it's still a great game. Still a great, excellent Bethesda RPG. I'm not worried about the studio. But ha having 
played the other Bethesda games and this being the first one I completed, I will say next time Todd Howard tries to hype me up, I'll be like, wait and see. <laughs> I'm going to wait and see. Um, <laughs> Deadly Headley with being a member for 16 uh, months. Shout out to Deadly Headley. I saw your uh, teleprompter. Good, good. Uh, He's taking YouTube very seriously. Please check out his channel because of course the tax is real. Why do you think... Who do you think paid for Colts Xbox Illuminati dinner with Greenberg? <laughs> Happy Saturday, lads. Have a great show. Shout out to Deadly Edley. Oh, Cole Eastwood. I'm sorry. Um, Spartan Ghost again. He says, Men's Starfield was subpar. Damn keyboard. Oh, we've sussed it out. And then, uh, before uh, before your super chat face, Light X, thank you for the $2 super chat. Remnant 2 should have been nominated. Erica's for the win is mm. getting pretty sourced on that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> BG says, don't hype a game and then wonder why it has high expectations, all I'm saying. It's a simple concept people struggle with. I agreed with BG. I got murked from all angles. A pony's coming at me, and then I've got the Xbox guys coming at me saying, oh, why are you agreeing with BG? Why do you hate BG? And the ponies will say, probably because I'm like the Xbox equivalent of BG in many ways. I agree with BG a lot of the time, and I'll just ride or die with that guy until he does something stupid, but... So far, BG has been on the money as far as I'm concerned. Face 23, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you so much for the $20 super chat. Because I, in my opinion, and this is where I'm going <laughs> to, where the source comes in, Xbox will never be number one. This is Face saying this in gaming. Despite a lot of Xbox fans who think that this will happen, especially with Microsoft buying up publishers to try and buy their way to the top, people are liking Xbox even less now. now I don't know where he's getting this assessment on the likening liking and affinity that with the xbox brand but asa do you do you have any comments to add on that this is this game award and does it have a, a a meaningful impact on the perception of brands do you think it's the does the prestige of it makes an impact do you also agree with face what <laughs> i don't understand the do question you, um no, so does the game awards have a meaningful like yeah it's meaningful in the industry i don't know Hmm, that's a tricky one because obviously Jeff Keighley's done a, a fantastic job in the hustle of making this the awards show that we're, we've been talking about for the last hour or whatever. But the industry would recognise the Dice Awards, the Golden Joysticks, the BAFTAs and all of these other kind of things that, that have more prestige to them, I think. I don't think this one's within the industry got, got that prestige to it because of these problems that we're talking about. Is mm. it good for the brand though? I mean, millions of people watch the show. So you, yeah, having your games getting getting applauded, it's getting applause. It's an opportunity for say, yeah, my game's good. Look at all these people saying that my game is good. Go and buy it. Yeah, of course, it, it benefits the brand in that way. Um, what else did you ask? Yeah, but, but what <laughs> do you also think about the perception? He's, he's saying that the, he talks about perception, that people don't like Xbox. Obviously, he's very PlayStation. People don't like Xbox. Um, so the whole Xbox tax conversation like summed up i don't know i keep seeing week in week out colt's chart of review scores for xbox games putting them neck and neck with playstation games despite a broad perception outside of the media that maybe they're scoring lower than they are so that kind of dismisses a lot of the xbox tax talk to me it means the industry as a mm -hmm. whole is scoring them on a par and where that perception is coming from and um, they have very different social media presences xbox and playstation so i guess part of it we all 
laud them for their social media presence. We we are glad that they're there and we're like, yeah, they're doing all this marketing or whatever. And like BG says, that it builds a lot of hype for the games that they're going to release, but it is a double-edged sword because when they have that much hype around it, you also get a negative ripple across social media when things don't quite pan out and all the rest of it. So I don't, I don't think there is a big Xbox tax. I do think that they have, um, particularly in the echo chambers that you walk, um, more visible when things do go wrong in the social media space. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. Oh, wait, are you agreeing with me? Uh, but no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you're correct. Generally, like I said on XNC this week, uh, I don't feel like there's a mass injustice, guys. I just don't think it's that. I do think that they are big public. IGN fuck up way too much. I think IGN generally are shit anyway. Um, but IGN fuck up a lot. And then you get these. There is like a hate boner a lot. And it feels like, but I will say, look at the start of this gen. The, the narrative had switched, even amongst the media. The Xbox was like all the anti-consumer moves PlayStation was doing. Xbox was getting its flowers, generally. I, I, I thought it was like, yo, this is how, welcome to Xbox One generation PlayStation. Now you know what it feels like to get fucked. But Xbox fucked it up. Xbox didn't hit the momentum, didn't have the exclusives at launch, and the power narrative didn't do that well. So I don't I don't give a shit that much about the tax because I don't want to, as an Xbox fan, play playing the victim is so lame, man. Like it's so yes. fucking lame and crying is like wah wah, and that's all I hear yes. about when I see Xbox tax. All I hear is wah. Yes. I'm like fuck it, who yes. cares, bro. <laughs> Look, to me. in many ways, Face is right. Guys. They're a multi-billion dollar industry. I'm not going to feel sorry for them. If there's inequities, yes, fine, call it out. You've drawn attention to it. But Xbox, just fucking fix the problem, which means just go harder. Go harder. You, ha you have a much higher standard. We get it. Halo has a much higher standard. We get it. Fucking prove it. Or don't and cry. I'm not going to cry for Microsoft for fucking not delivering, even if it's unfair. Fucking do it. Just like... I don't get it. I, I Xbox guys shouldn't play the victim. It's a sad look. So I Xbox tax acknowledging it to a certain degree. Fine. Everybody it's here, it's just it's completely fine. But um, I mean, I, I go back and forth with it. Like I agree with Gaz when he says like, um, like use that as fuel to to basically get better um, in the position that it's in. I, I feel like why I I do kind of believe in the xbox tax uh is to, to, to kind of clarify what like what is the xbox tax it kind of to me refers to a standardizing issue where other platforms are seeing uh playstation as the default and, and it kind of refers to the media having preferences or focusing in on negativity on one brand and not the other right that's pretty much what mm. what people say is the xbox tax and i would say so i I've worked in the industry at different studios, and I'll say internally, it's pretty much known that there is a standard standardized preference towards the PlayStation platform because mm -hmm. of its popularity. So it's not it's not really crazy for me to think that there isn't a bias when you work. No, in the gaming I agree industry. with you. There is. I feel like there is a bias between, especially with key components in the mainstream media. And yeah. uh, someone says, uh, "What says Eastside Vandal says? How is calling out obvious bias playing the victim?" The calling out is one thing, but being a complete, like, subjugated to the narrative, it's just, if you think these media outlets are shit, and you know that they suck, then why would you 
be so, just control the narrative. Like, and Microsoft need to do that. Microsoft need to do that. Fuck, fuck. And see if I if I can jump in, and that's kind of where I sit on things is like because people say uh, so, and I'm a person that absolutely <laughs> loves the game awards. I do so, and that's where I might be the unique man here. But um, but. But the thing is, I see people saying, like, you know, I think somebody in the chat earlier said it, uh, completely fan-voted awards are the way to go. There are people that will totally disagree with you on that. But if that's what you want, then look at the golden joysticks. That's by nothing but just fan votes. Oh, it should be decided by just the developers. Cool. Then go to the Dice Awards, where that is just nothing but those kind of people. Well, I want something that, like, it's kind of collectively everybody. Cool. That's the Game Awards. They're literally asking the industry journalists and the other 10%. You guys pick the winners. So it's like whatever you want to pick and choose, that's fine. If you think IGN is shit, if you think this influencer is shit, then just don't listen to them. You don't have to preach that they are not sharing your own opinion. Just go to the peeps that you think, like, yeah, I believe this is more online with what I think, because guess what, folks? Art is subjective. If you think there's an objectively correct answer, it's just not true. If you think like Starfield is a 10 out of 10, it was a 10 out of 10 for you, and that's great. What did everybody else think? that's for them to think is there a bias for playstation absolutely i do i agree with that because i literally did like this tweet a while ago that i noticed a lot of people are reviewing these multi-platform games on playstation they are so there is that favoritism towards that sure and people might be some not all some are more critical in xbox games i agree with that too so does the xbox tag exist sure but I'm just not one of those people that wants to complain about it loudly. Just like for how me, I wasn't my, one of those people that wants on... to like go on Halo Infinite. Like if people want to do that, yep. go for it. That's just not me. But yeah, my my complaints on the Game Awards, like everything uh, I'm saying. Like first off, <laughs> I, I like anything that has anything to do with gaming. I love gaming. So the like every year, what Jeff Keighley is doing, he's actually propping up the gaming industry in a way. And I, I like that. I just want better for it. You know, I want a category that has, no, um, absolutely. That's a different thing. That's a different do better. That's a a different thing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Blind Riot says KBG is the white Paris Lily. Can I hold your hand and sing KBG? Dude, I do light up with Paris a lot. I have to admit a lot of things he says I light up with. So you've just said you're wrong a lot of the times. Thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, chat. yeah, yeah. I get it. There's Sony bias. And <laughs> absolutely call it, call it out. Call it out. Call it out. But, you know, the degree to which you call it out and the degree to which Xbox is delivering, I just don't... The energy is not matching the freaking frequency. That's all I'm saying. I don't think Starfield being not nominated is a problem. Like the, uh, the gentleman who super chatted wasn't a snub. I think Hi-Fi Rush should have been there. Like, I re- genuinely think it did as a new IP. It did really well. Was something really beautiful. So I do agree that there's that type. But I don't... Just fucking Xbox can do better. And until yeah. it's... a Like, you know, Forza Horizon 5. That was the big one. For me, I was just like, why? Why are we... Not only because they all say, oh, but racers don't ever actually get... Why? I, don't, I never understood that. Like, I genuinely didn't feel that. I was like, oh, racers don't get it. Typically, why? Why? So that was a, a shit one. Just like Halo Infinite, not getting ongoing shit one. Hi-Fi Rush, I think should have been mentioned. Starfield, music. These are points, I think, 
the tax and perception and some of these people that are voting on it, that's a problem. So definitely call yeah. it out. Just don't yeah. want to spend ages crying about it. So it's just like, yeah. where? Um, Yossi, Yossi might blame because what is the double A cooking? Braves making moves. Rest in peace, Kyle. Braves making moves? Is this from American football I shit? I have no idea. I'm blind right with a $10 super show. Shout out to you, man. He goes, Jeff Keeley's every smile is learned, it's practiced, and obviously rehearsed. Joy does not touch him. Joy does not touch him. What do you think he's some reptilian? You think <laughs> blind right with the next super chat? He goes, No victims here, Gaz, but Keeley does glaze a mean one. You are not a Keeley fan. And then we've got BG. Sorry, let me just quickly. I don't want to miss any super chats. Yeah, no, it's BG. So BG, shout out to you, man. Yeah, with the ten dollars super chat, because there's no Xbox tax, but there's a mold of what's considered amazing and typical Xbox games. Don't fall into that mold. That's not Xbox's fault, but it's reality. Nintendo and PlayStation adhere to that mold. Facts. That is absolute facts. And chat. That is not a pony super chat. If anything, which Xbox, look, which PlayStation guy would actually admit that Xbox functions in its own lane. It doesn't doesn't fall into these categories of third person, the visually like striking, narrative focused kind of like mold, or Nintendo's own mold is fucking insane, and that's the problem. And that is where the tax is in my opinion, where, where I think the critics, IGN, and all these people, and the Jeff Keelys, whatever, they're out of touch with the feelings and sentiments of the masses. I feel like that. So I shout out to BJ. I agree with you. Um, JD Game with a $5 super chat. How, how do you say there's an Xbox tax without saying there's an Xbox tax? Huh? There are biases and in inequalities towards PlayStation. He's saying, how can you acknowledge that there's a tax, but also not make a big deal about it, basically? <laughs> So. There's a, there are biases and inequalities towards PlayStation and Nintendo IPs by elite industry members as well. I think he's saying there's 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 also examples, and there are there are. I think there's just a lot more widespread towards Xbox. And I think as a gamer, yeah, as an Xbox fan, I think absolutely good. Do you know why I think it's good? My mentality is fuck it. I. Until Xbox, you know that internal memo where they actually did a review of PlayStation games and they had very forthright review and they said The Last of Us 2 is the best game PlayStation. We have nothing that matches it. Until Xbox can come out in an internal memo and say, we have the best games by far or the quality is, this is nothing that comes close, then you can cry about tax. Because I want clear, clear examples. Xbox in many lanes does do better. Halo Infinite, this multiplayer, what, what's what's good on it on PlayStation as an exclusive? Nothing fucking comes close. And when it does, then we'll talk about it. But that's the mold point that BG was talking about. So, yeah, like, we can cry about tax, but I, I'm glad. I'm glad these conversations are happening because that's just Me pressure too. on Xbox. Good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It Anything kind else that kind of complicated i mean yeah like i believe the tax exists it, it's just a matter of like well <laughs> what do we you know can't really do much about it and and again I, I feel like it does exist because of things that do just naturally happen in, internally whether you're a multi-platform developer if you are a multi-platform developer 
it's common to just develop for the PlayStation first and then develop for Xbox later with with Xbox being a, a secondary asset in a lot of different ways with the production process. But also I feel like that can ripple to journalism as well. That's just the way I, I feel. Um, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's like, I feel like that can be fuel for Xbox to do better. Like that's where I do agree, uh, with everybody here where like, yeah, like, well, shoot, they're a trillion dollar companies still, <laughs> they can use that money to, to produce something uh, essentially, uh, better. But do I believe there's a tax? I personally believe there is. Cause I feel like I've seen it internally and, um, I, I feel like it is sort of out there as well. PlayStation is just a, a massive brand. You know, it's it's a popular brand. It's, it's, it's like one of the top uh, gaming consoles on the market. It, you know, it, that that that's the truth. Um, besides Nintendo, right? Nintendo is probably number one if we're talking probably, about like casual. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely number one. And then you have yeah PlayStation right underneath that. And I feel like with that does come with some biases. You you like you have your preference of. I love Nintendo. I love PlayStation. And if you were just looking at raw numbers, those two are way above where Xbox is on the market, which does, you know, actually affect where the biases do come from. That's, you know, it is. Absolutely. It is, but... but it's Microsoft, yeah. a trillion dollar yeah, company. That's what I say. So... But it's also <laughs> at the end of it, they're still a trillion dollar company. They're still Microsoft. They have all, uh, they can use that as a fuel for them as a company to start tackling some of the messages that people say Xbox, uh, the, no games, you know. Uh, they could basically start tackling like that third person action adventure, what they've been saying in those memos, what Gaz just mentioned, like Last of Us 2, um, having games of those qualities as, as well. Uh, I feel like they, they're, they gave up in a way of even marketing towards those. They're making different types of games, which I feel like doesn't necessarily It's hard to because they, they just want their studios to make whatever they want to make. And that's that's the thing. Yeah. They're and not making what they the want to make stuff. isn't necessarily what people consider game of the year. Yeah. As we've been seeing. So that's the kind of tax I want to challenge that the bias that I want to challenge, but there's a there's a disconnect. I think that the industry, the mold is a good way to describe it. It's like fixed over a period of years. And I feel like it's not reflective of the tastes that we have. But the core gamers, typically us, actually are, are the problem here because we stick to those tropes as well. Lucky Mo with the $2 Super Chat goes, The Last of Us 2 Remaster is going to be nominated for Game of the Year in 2024. Um, and JD Gamer says, With the tax called out, the real question is what should be done about it? Xbox stop being Charlie Brown and take their ball <laughs> and go home. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean go home? Just pack it in. They can't just pack it in, JD. They just have to go raw, control the narrative. Don't sell Xbox jewelry. Did you see that Xbox swag? Like, literally go ahead and... No. Come on, for the fuck greenlit this shit. If you did a PlayStation one, that would sell out, by the way. As of what now, Sarah bought. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, Sarah! What are you doing? Um, JD Gamer with other four, um, five dollars super There is an Xbox tax. You can't say there are molds that change based on what any specific platform is doing at that time. While saying there is no tax, huh? Well, the molds that aren't times. changing. <laughs> the molds are not changing quickly. Face, I haven't missed your super chat. Oh, definitely read it. <laughs> Blind right? We go with a five dollars super chat. I dare you to say Paris three times. He's an S-tier lurker. Fact! Paris is in every freaking podcast he's watching, like Eyes of Sauron or Ears of Sauron. He's listening. I know you're there, Paris. 
It is what it is. Justin Pipe Live, thank you for the five dollar super chat. Three bit has a Braves hat on. Why did you fucking say anything, man? It's, nope. it's a baseball related. Uh, but come to <laughs> Alana Gaz. He's already silent. The gateway Atlanta. the world. Oh, Elena. Elena? Yeah, Elena. Oh, the T's are always start. Okay, I see what you say. <laughs> oh, Atlanta, because he doesn't pronounce the T's. Okay, the gateway to the world, LA through ATL. You'll be a king here. What? Oh, I need to come to Atlanta. Bro, I went to Atlanta Airport, and there's only... And I got really sick there, but the people I just met at Atlanta Airport, fucking amazing. That's yep. different. Every freaking state in America is different. Airport is huge like just the airport. It, Oh, my God. The airport was fucking... We almost missed our flight. Almost missed our yep. flight, because it's so <laughs> huge. It's one um, of the biggest airports, I think. I know. I think so in the world yeah. actually. Yeah. Um Nintendo the Otaku and Nintendo so above the competition that AAA third party publishers are building studios to exclusively work on first party games for them. Bandai Namco, they just gained two studios That's without true. lifting a finger. What's he talking about there? There's just studios that want to get games on the Switch and they will do whatever it takes to do so. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't blame them. Nintendo's the number one. Don't even deny it. I agree with you. Um, JD Gamer with a $5 super chat. Would you say a game gets five extra Metacritic points for games in certain genres? Yes. Not five, yeah. but certain... Ex- I, I would say that. Narrative-driven, action-based, graphics-heavy games. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I would say. Media be loving, more... loving them third-person <laughs> action-adventure bro, games. Yeah. Bro, if you want to make... If you have a title... Asa, do you agree with that? Like Some genres, I would just have a natural bias towards scoring with, in, with critics. that They would weigh them. It's it's like actually quite a big topic in terms of the um, the Xbox mold and stuff that BG was saying earlier because um, there is some truth to it. The familiar is much easier for the media to judge and they know what they gravitate towards. And I think some of them are almost scared of misstepping and misjudging a game because there's been some real key examples. Like Sea of Thieves is one of them. The media hated it and the media were wrong. They just Ooh. didn't understand what that game was. But you look at the success of it over many, many years. It's one of Microsoft's biggest games. So to look at that critically and say this is a bad game you just you, you were mistaken sorry broad media like it had its flaws i'm not saying it didn't but if you're trying to an- analyze it critically it clearly had things that it was doing well as well um so there is some truth to that certain genres do better there's also like reviews and scores and all the rest of it you know i think most of that is kind of nonsense anyway because how do you measure these indie games independent games dave the diver versus spider-man 2 i know that's not an independent game i'm being facetious but how do you compare these directly on the same scale Scores are silly and weird anyway, so yes, there is a misunderstanding of new and innovative games quite often. I'll say that much. And yes, there I want are to respond to that. Though, the... to, uh, let me just finish my sentence and then I'll let you um, just the 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 concept where Phil said that um, you should be happy to accept some games at sixty fives if you're being like if you're funding creatives and you're letting them make whatever they want, you're going to have some that score well and you're going to have some that don't, and that's just part of embracing innovation there are advantages to that approach we as gamers all love to see that we want to see risks being taken there are also advantages to sony's approach where if you don't think a game is heading for above 90 you make changes and you dig it into the formula that you're used to there's clear advantages to both i prefer microsoft's approach i want to see new innovative things even if some of them completely miss and flop but it's a difference in approach but go on kibji sorry Mm, um just the genre question i think it's more so uh certain genres are going to be more popular i don't think that impacts the score if you look at uh what was the freaking game 
oh, it got like 10 out of 10s left and right. That was Pentiment? not Pentiment, but Pentiment's a good example too. Um, um, but uh, it was like a detective loop? thing. No, oh, no, 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 no. Detective top down. I forget the name of it. Super indie game though. And it was like comic book looking, but you could barely see the characters because it was top down. Um, so mad I can't remember that. But that was a weird genre. That Disco wasn't a third Elysium? person. Disco Elysium. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Disco Elysium. Yeah. Microsoft Flight Simulator. That game reviewed phenomenally well, and people hardly ever play games like that. So it's like games and weird genres totally get reviewed super well. But will they get nominated for Game of the Year? Most likely not, because yeah. not so many people played it. And that's that's where it really comes in. But I do want to say a lot of the as a guy that watches the Game Awards like every year for the past 10 years, I always get blind like blindsided when I see just a random indie game in there. Like the year that God of War and Red Dead Redemption 2 and Spider-Man are freaking nominated. I just see little Celeste in this category. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And that happens. <laughs> that literally happens sometimes. And this is like the first year I feel like it hasn't happened. It doesn't. Because of how many AAA have. things happened. That's the thing. So. And then you put a remake in that. Fucking Yeah, lame. exactly. By the way. <laughs> oh, shit. I just fucking refreshed. Did I? Oh, I thought I refreshed the stream. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I just opened a new window. I thought I fucking left the stream. <laughs> um, shout out to Blind Right, who's given another fucking five super chats. Really give it to, uh, the membership. This is really cool. So gave it to Balantoni, Eastside Vandal, Cell, Green Goblin, and Nine Lives. Shout out to you, man. Um, that was really nice of you. Delilah HD. Shout out to Good to see you in chat. She goes, thank you for the super chat. For, Forza Horizon 4, 92 on meta. Psychonauts 2, 91 on meta. Ori 2, 90. Flight Sim, 91. Halo Infinite, 87. Hi-Fi Rush, 87. Was it 87? I thought it was higher. Gears 5, 84. I thought it was higher. Um, in my opinion... In, in... Huh? <laughs> I need a comment on this. I'm sorry. Because literally... The quality is you... there. Numbers don't lie, especially post-2017. What do you want to say? I mean, that's it. Like, like, Because when he lists all that stuff out, and I literally did a video about this when Redfall came out, and I'm just like quality is there it's absolutely there and if people don't think it is what they're looking for is like if the it's Sony not a, if it's not a game of the year or a must play on metacritic it's not good yeah i know this get is... the fuck out of here with that hey, bro, i hate that I was... mindset but is it so because much. of the specific genres that people are a saying that or bit, because but no it's just year. like everything if an xbox game is nominated for game of the year or a must play on metacritic then mm -hmm. it's shit to some people and i just yeah. don't get that i just yeah, don't because yeah. no. he listed all those scores there and those Gee. are all fantastic scores starfield scored great but there were things that scored higher than it tax or not and but does that mean Starfield was a bad game? Does that mean Xbox failed? No, the game sold phenomenally. It reviewed fine. Absolutely. So it's like absolutely. Shout out to 530 if you hit that like button. Because you're absolutely right. That's this is what this is what I'm saying. A cold show. There's no mass injustice here. Xbox did do well. And it did bro. To me, Xbox Look is at Hi-Fi Rush. Great. Look at how good Hi-Fi Rush did. That was their highest acclaimed game of the year, and it got the most nominations. I'm like, okay. There's some justice in the world. <laughs> yeah, and even so, I enjoyed Xbox's first party. <laughs> I'm going to play Spider-Man 2 
regrettably, and whatever, God of War Ragnarok, <laughs> and play it. But to me, 2023 Xbox killed it. Like, it yeah. didn't do the big the big shouty thing. Starfield, that is a failing in the in the sense of where it should have been and where it is, but I still yeah, They have more releases that than game. PlayStation that I could think of. I guess PlayStation yeah. released Spider-Man 2 this year and... And that's it. Then they have Spider-Man 2. Other... The rest of it's third party. First third... party, though. They had a couple first of releases, party, but yeah. first party, I think it was just Spider-Man 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. And Xbox had a phenomenal oh, year this year. So. Fucking blind yeah. rock! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a stroke. <laughs> like, right. like you Do were anymore. I'm gonna actually yeah. gonna go longer and longer. He's given another five memberships, bro. Like, <laughs> my, I, wow. my head is pounding from doing that. Eat part, <laughs> David VGS, Alio Sanyang. I haven't seen your chat before. Now <laughs> they're all members. Nix is a member. <laughs> I'm gonna have a stroke live just doing that. But that's so so nice of him. He's given out so many memberships. That's a lot of money. Um so shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I agree with you. And uh, this is like Xbox. I'm saying it. I'm saying Xbox guys, you guys being fucking defeatist for no reason when you've got such greatness this year. So, and if you won the Game of the Year nomination, and I agree, it should definitely be on that talking stage. Xbox should have a position where despite the tax, they should, have, should be in the conversation of Game of the Year. Maybe next year. BG said, okay, by the way, before I read the rest of the Super Chats, BG said this, and I agree with BG 100%. I do this. When I saw BG's video, it was really good about this. Xbox guys are guilty, or maybe I'm just guilty, or some Xbox guys are guilty, but I think a lot of Xbox guys are guilty. Oh. Hanging their hopes on that next game, that one big game. If the game doesn't do it, they move on to the next one. And we've got Star... Now it's Hellblade 2. And they think it's going to be God of War level shit. And I'm like, you do have to remember what fucking Hellblade is. And then Avowed. And Avowed, is it really going to be Game of the... I don't even know. I don't know. But can we stop... I don't want to give speeches. I'm not fucking Paris, Lily. I just, I just agree want to that enjoy we the do moment, that. man. We, yeah, I just want to enjoy yeah, the just, moment and stop, like... Such a good year. Putting... Yeah, you, you mean just putting stuff the on a game on a pedestal? Jeff Keighley. is what you're saying. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Don't then... put the game on the pedestal. Because every time it's just gonna that's gonna be the I'm conversation. Every time. Absolutely, I'm talking to myself. It's not gonna stop that. though. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are gonna have that. I'm not doing Kumbaya, day. David. That is not Kumbaya. I'm not doing Kumbaya. That's not Kumbaya. Face. I will read your two super chats, by the way. Please uh, don't think I'm ignoring them. Blind right with a twenty dollars super chat. Thank shout out to you because Dirt and I are coming to London. Are you? Dirt and I are coming to London, guys. We're going to grab Sean. Sean's up north, not that far from me. I can hang with your style, man. Are you sure? Are you sure? If you have an affinity with substances, then yeah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, bro, if you come down. But Dirt, Sean, and... Ugh, that'd be fucking insane party. Where's J-Dub? You're supposed to come here, Jay. Um, John Wolf with the $5 Super Show. Great show, guys. If the media voters can't... can Ooh. So, but by the way, this is what... This was a bit divisive. Asa. Great show, guys. Thank you, John. He goes, if the media vo uh, voters can leave off Hogwarts for political reasons, why is it so hard to believe they couldn't do the same for Xbox? Do you think Hogwarts Legacy got snubbed because of its JK Rowling association? Uh, yeah, probably. Having not played it, though, and like I said on the, the, the nominees earlier, having not played all of the games that are in there, it's difficult to say what, what it should replace and what it shouldn't. It's very likely that 
we know that um, we know that a lot of the games media is is very left leaning and very anti J.K. Rowling, so it's going to influence their opinions on whether that game should be nominated or not. Does that mean that they would do the same for for a game being on Xbox? I mean, I don't know. Is that what we're talking about with the Xbox tax? Is it specific mm. to the Game Awards? I mean, maybe they would. Yeah, it's it's not a wild conspiracy theory. They're going to be applying their preferences. Um, the thing that you were just saying a minute ago, though, on um, being excited for games and pinning all your hopes on it. That is only a problem if you are pinning your hopes on it for the sake of ammunition for a console war. Yes. There's nothing wrong with being excited yes. about a game that is coming. And then if it doesn't work out, then you're disappointed yes. like everybody else is disappointed. But it's only a yes. problem if you're looking to use it as ammo. <laughs> yes. It's not a problem. Exactly. That's what it feels like to me so much. When people <laughs> vent about it so hard, it does feel like they are just mad that they can't use the ammo. That's basically, that is what it feels like a lot of the time to me. Um, Absolutely, I do want to is. comment though. In and terms I can of, like, admit game that. Stuff, I can admit that. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. I want to use it. Look, Phil Spencer. For the only reason, if you're going to deliver something, pressurize your studio so I can wave my cock around <laughs> on the internet and say, yeah. But fuck it. But uh, even that has value in it. Not me waving my cock around. I'm just saying the win. The wins in terms of media perception is so important as well. Those kind of narrative beats will help change the narrative with, on the tax front with the media. It's, it's, it's not inconsequential as well, I'd say. Nintendo, the Otaku with the $5 Super Show, the perception and number of nominations of Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding at 83 and 82 compared to Forza Horizon 5, Ori 2, Gears 5 at 92, 90 and 84 is all you need to look at. Source. <laughs> I think Nintendo adds some sauce there that counters everything I've said. Yep, there is the little. You're leaving some stuff. You're leaving some other games out of that comparison. Shut but the yes. Fuck off, yeah. Enjoying <laughs> it, the propaganda. <laughs> Blind right again, man. Blind right. You deserve a fucking golden throne. You know what? Blind right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna send it to you. Send me your address. Some new shit for my personal channel just because that's really nice it's actually really sick um jeff keely is a golden glazer his knees are dirty his heart is cheap as shit i just said i was gonna give him stuff <laughs> he sends that super chat thank you for that he's a god what is a golden glazer what does that mean his knees are dirty his heart is cheap what the fuck anyway jeff i don't hate you I just think you know what you do. He loves it. He fucking loves the consoles. If anyone loves Jeff, it's just Keely. He, he fucking monetizes the shit out of people like me. So I'm I'm the problem. Face 23, Brooklyn, New York. You had two super chats and you were golden shower. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, first you said the Series X and S is failing. It's selling less than the Xbox One generation did, according to NPDs. I think that's a bit concerning. I do think that. I've always said the hardware sales are not inconsequential. I I understand Xbox's focus on services. But Acer, can I just reach out to you on this? Series X numbers tracking below Xbox One. That's a bit low. Do you think that's okay? Because it's supplemented by PC numbers? Or do you think the strategy is okay? Or you'd be concerned if you were Microsoft? I don't think the console numbers are massively concerning. The the Game Pass numbers around it are definitely going to be where. And we've seen they've kind of pivoted and shifted their strategy a bit already to try and um, push things beyond Game Pass because Game Pass stagnated more than they wanted it to. I think if you're Microsoft, if you 
didn't have the Series S right now, you'd be in a worse position than you are. But we all know they've not got console exclusives. They've not put effort and resource into selling consoles. And I don't think their expectations are going to be a million miles away from, from where they're sitting right now. At least okay. they've had time to adjust to it and adapt. Um, it doesn't matter if the other parts of the strategy pan out. and that, But that is a big if right now. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. And then faced with the other $20 subscription. Thank you. He goes, Last of Us Part 2 Remastered is confirmed. At least this time around, they added some new modes and a $10 upgrade. I like how you added and circumvented my console worry before. You thought you, thought you got ahead of it. But as we suspected, as we suspected, Naughty Dog is, was it, creatively defunct? Oh, come on, PlayStation fans. You know you're pissed. Fuck factions. Fuck you out of here. We're going to milk the shit out of The Last of Us. Yes, there's a $10 upgrade. Yes, you get. That's good. That's good. But the question is, what is not... If I was a Naughty Dog fan, I would be pissed. I don't... I'm not a Naughty Dog fan. I mean, yeah, um, I was personally looking really... I was really looking forward to factions. So I was like, yes, you know, for, for years yeah. I've been waiting. They gave me a concept art image. I'm like, well, dang. And then it kind of, I mean, this year we, we kind of heard like it's been internally canceled or, or whatever is, is going on Big with that game back, to hear yeah. about that, uh, potentially being canceled. And then they just give us a uh, last of us part two, re like remake or remaster, uh, bef like we're, we're, <laughs> we're seeing this release before factions to me is just absolutely, this is insane. Can, can I it's please, insane. can I please say what my initial reaction was to this? Yeah. Like, I love that I saw, your voice gets super high when you're like, like really I saw I saw a shout out to the gaming duo podcast. They're two good buddies and oh, and yeah. they put this news out and they were like they just they say like last was two apparently remastered, which by the way, is this now just a leak or have they officially confirmed it? I think they, they officially confirmed it. it oh my god. Yeah. Okay. That is, that's <laughs> because because when I first saw this from those guys, I literally like I thought it was an, like a delayed April Fool's joke. I'm like, you are <laughs> this is a joke. I don't believe you. Are you trying to troll your following? And, and then I see everybody else tweeting it. I'm like this can't be real. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I legit can't believe it. I actually thought it was a joke. I really did. And I've seen the comparison images, and I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> Can I just say, okay, I, as a person, like, I love Last of Us 2. I'm one of those people, I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, it should have won Game of the Year. I'm like, I personally think it was well-deserved. But that's I love just both me. One and two. Yeah. Yeah, and and but two, it's a phenomenal. Like literally, if I think I actually said this, if somebody asked me what are the best looking games you've ever played, I'm gonna put Last of Us Two on there. I am. Yo, I just am. And and <laughs> so there's a comparison <laughs> picture. I still to this moment don't know if it's real or not. Of the old it's game real. and the yeah, new game, real. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. Yeah. How how do you? Is that real? <laughs> it came out yeah. four years ago. I don't understand. It's, it's such a weird game to, to re like I I understand remaking a game that came out ten years ago. This wasn't that long ago. It doesn't need a remaster. Oh, man. I'll be you know. pissed if this is a first Xbox first party studio that repeatedly did that yep. top tier level one. It like makes sense why it wasn't on PC because if you're in PC, you just have that natural progression of <laughs> graphics. Just... 
but you know that you know that this is probably why they waited for a pc release so they could feed it to you again and and then maybe do bro they're milking the i get it ten dollars for those who've done and they just want to extract 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 they are desperately extracting value out of this model as they do the gas pivot it's so obvious it's so obvious they will and maybe it makes sense but the question is are they pulling away resources from their teams to make this game? Yeah. You might say, no, they're not. But then Factions is on ice, so the, those team members who are making that game are just now doing something. Asa, am I being caught so worried, or is that taking the piss? Were you? Did you think, mm, when you saw this, or... It's fine. I obviously saw the leak before um, before the announcement, and I think a lot of people were assuming when they saw the leak that Sony was still going to be full Sony and were going to charge a, a full Sony price for this thing. So I am actually really relieved to see that's not the case because we know they've got other remasters in the works. We know they've got Horizon Zero Dawn is supposedly up for a remaster for the PlayStation 5 as well. Fully expect a, a Ghost of Tsushima PlayStation 5 version in the same vein as this. So to see that they've walked back to trying to totally sell them again line... I'm happy about that. That's like that's brighter than the future that I thought they were trying to sell us. Um, and it's got content in it. Not a lot of content. You can tell there's not a lot of content when one of the selling okay. points is that you can freely Rogue. play the guitar now. But um, <laughs> the roguelite mode, like they could sell the roguelite mode for ten dollars. They're throwing in some PS5 upgrades. They did also already upgrade the game for the playstation 5 to an extent so if you're talking about the free version like they should be giving us this for free they kind of did give you an upgrade for free they are putting more work into this you can play the guitar freely ten dollars <laughs> is quite nice what? um i've killed kibaji i'm not sure what's happening i think he's still got eyeballs <laughs> i think it's the fucking guitar freely and as i say that fly bright again i'm not gonna freaking all the things stop do i get caught Oh, I fucked this up. <laughs> Sorry, Blind Right. He's given another five. Are you keeping you? Are you okay? Right, there's a lot of shit happening. So Big bad mode. Okay. Thank you for becoming. He gave it to you in in a muata. El Domingo, uh, Erodimus, Erodimus. I, I remember you chatting shit. Alvin, all of you guys got got me. Alvin. It's nice to see when he gives away. You see who's lurking in there as well. Shout out to you guys. Don't be shy. Um, hey, you what happened with you? Are you okay, bro? <laughs> you I just think it's so funny. It. I just, I, I can't, like, this is just one of those gaming stories that I just legit, just, I can't laugh, believe. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I, I just, oh, bro. It, it's not actually Nick funny. It's just like one of those things that I'm laughing. like, it's just one of those things that I just, I, I, I find it funny because of how hard it is to believe kind of a thing. So. I mean, there are. So Asa just killed me when he said the guitar thing. Is that that's a real thing that I just it killed it is, me, man? Yeah. That just they have works. a guitar mode. Um, oh my god! You can freely play the guitar. Yeah. It's because like, um, wow. I love Naughty Dog. Like, like you said, you're not a fan of them, guys. Like, I that's probably I literally like. Uh, fun fact: This is going to sound very Xbox sounding, but I decided to go into 2024. I'm gonna essentially ignore my switch and playstation basically because i want to like ride that game pass train i want to catch up on all the things that i've missed and like there's so there's so much this year and i'm like unless it is on the playstation side unless it is an insomniac game or a naughty dog game i just want to hear about it that's it <laughs> i just want to hear about it but yeah. i don't need to play it <laughs> chat is so messy right now um <laughs> uh yeah but okay i'm not gonna shit on it too much i i'm yeah. boycotting their games anyway but Ugh. you know i just find it 
I could sense the frustration of the honest PlayStation fans who are looking at Naughty Dog and their patience is wearing thin. Shout out to Jack Move, Johnny. BG, you can learn from Jack Move. You know, if you want to be a better person, just mimic Jack Move, Johnny. Um, JD Gamer, thank you. This is the fact I've been waiting for factions since like forever it feels like and the right. the, the fact that I'm, i'll be waiting even further or we has it ever been confirmed that it was canceled i don't know but no. they've been it's, talking about it apparently still working okay. on it yeah apparently well one of the directors or something the director yeah it's just so weird to see this before factions you know that's just how i feel about it but props to the people who who want this <laughs> i it will I mean, sell. It will definitely sell. Yeah, I love Last of Us. Last of Us 1 and 2, like, I really connected with the story, especially part 2. <laughs> it was pretty divisive to people, but I, I personally love the story for Last of Us Part 2. It just feels like it, milking at this point. You're just like, okay, I want. I kind of want some something new here, and it feels like they're kind of doing that with a lot of their franchises. Like, here's a remake. Here's a remake. And it's just, you know, yeah. the issue is them doing it so closely, right? Because they know, just yeah. did that's part the, one. It just came thing. out. So just... that's the problem is that they did it so closely. I think that's the issue. Yeah. And they're they're yeah. really they're squeezing. It's the well, squeeze it is an issue, that. but it's more of an issue that they did it so closely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, JD Gaming, because Xbox just simply stops supporting Jeff's awards and goes to support one that appreciates their support. No ads, no trailers, no support. I think Xbox. What does he mean by that? Vi- it's like basically he's just saying Xbox shouldn't get just punitive measure against Jeff Keighley. You're always fucking over. The day of the game awards, Jeff Keighley turns up at the Microsoft Studio and the door's locked. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's like right. like Microsoft theater, isn't it? funds the game awards. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean that would just be It's their studio, their theater. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, it is a thing. I mean, Xbox can't afford not to be there. They get some it stuff is. out of it. it it's it's. I, I don't think it's a real. Being, prestigious game awards is the one everyone talks about everyone talks Until about that That's game awards one. is in january where you can take the full year into yeah. account i'm not they saying it's a that. real award show like if you really <laughs> wanted to take the entire year of 2023 into account do it they in won't january. do that the advertising is bad they do it not in february or march yep yeah it has Plus to be you have to have for me February or March, because you have to have time for um, once you've got these six nominees, the panel that are deciding from that point should should play the six nominees. So you I'm need sure. to allow yeah. a window of time. It needs to be February or March for legitimacy for me. Yeah, actually, yeah, I agree. But I do respect the the timing because the the whole idea of the Game Awards is that I mean, it is yeah. a celebrate. Sure. <laughs> I'm not even going to consider that. Um, but the, the other point of it is it is a celebration. That's what it is. It's to celebrate the year that is gaming as a whole. And, and in that vein, it's going to feel awkward to do that in like January. It's like, it's why all these YouTubers and stuff, we all, we all do like our top 10 games of the year list in December. Because yeah. because that's when people are reflecting on the year is December. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. You know, I, I'm with Bit where it's like on the award side of things, I would like it to be later on. But as a celebration and the timing, it's like, I get it. I, I do. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those like makes sense. That's things. where a lot of game companies all, they, it's the game companies too. They want it in December so they can promote, you know, different gaming deals, sponsorships. I get why mm. it's in December. I just like if you want 
the sort of accolades like this is a real award show, then I would put it later. But yeah. it is. It won't. Yeah, it will never yeah. do that. Uh, Alvin, he says at this. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. Because at this point, I'm seeing more The Last of Us milking and a whiff of Bloodborne news. It's viscerally angering him. Sony, the bag is right there. <laughs> that is true. Why don't they make here, man? Like, I don't get it. Like, make is it what? like they lost the code? Or I something? still have I, my theory is still that they lost. Like, someone forgot a password somewhere. Like, they can't <laughs> get to that code. There's some. I think from software are willing to do it. Sony Japan don't exist anymore, but Sony will be willing to do it. I think they literally cannot do it. Um. <laughs> Otherwise, there is also, though, I don't think it, like, it's really well regarded, but I don't think it was massively commercial success, was it? Numbers-wise, compared to something like The Last of Us, at least it wasn't. I think if it wasn't then, it would be now. It's, it's beloved, for sure, and from software's reputation has grown massively. Obviously, we've seen yeah. the success of Elden Ring, so it makes all of the commercial sense to do it. Um it but would, there's something it, stopping them. I reckon they can't. Lost the password. <laughs> uh, it might be. It might be. But maybe the uh, new studio, I forgot the name of them, Nixus. Uh, they're point. probably developing it and getting it right. Uh, Bloodborne, it's almost like a no-brainer. I'm sure someone is working on it, surely. Because that it will print money. You're right. Jonas the Dad, thank you for the $2 super chat. Superman 2 Ultra Complete full, ex full edition coming 2024. Did I read that? And yes, it probably will. JD came for the ten dollars super chat. Xbox could have a heavily invest and support the Golden Joysticks Awards whilst creating an Oscar-level show, creating and premiering their trailers, ads, and announcements. There, stop trying to hit a moving target, Xbox. This, when he says invest in supporting the Golden Joysticks, you could, he could, they could advertise it, but it seems a bit weird. It keeps you pulling a weird face. Yeah, because it's like, I, I think Xbox should support an award show that they know they've got nominated and they can control what's advertised and where, like, what? So, what? I don't, I don't, I, I don't get what he's getting at. Like, like, they should, they should fund an award show where they should only show up at a certain award show that nominates nah, their nah. games. Like, I mean, I, Spencer's I on the board of the game awards. It, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> it, I don't know. It, to about... me, it sounds like being again the whole crying thing, where it's like Xbox should dip out because their games are never nominated, so they should cry and leave. And like, eh. at least that's the way I, I see I, it. But JD, I didn't. I think they should try and hit that moving target and simultaneously do some of the things you've suggested there, because you can't deny the reach of the Game Awards. BT Maverick, thank you for the super chat. Xbox tax deniers. BG, go read Metro's review and Hi-Fi Rush. This is all cited. Um, who openly yep. punish games game uh, for being an Xbox game, the score. Um, they also vote game of the year and affect meta. They're not the only site sensationalizing. BT Maverick, you are correct in the sense that that Metro That was a pretty crazy review. review. <laughs> They're like, disgusting. we like Hi-Fi Rush. It's a disgusting review. I mean, yeah. only because of the rationale, which they spill out in the conclusion. You, you're supposed to think it, not write it. Um, IGN know this, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that metro. Metro is so dog shit. It's so dog shit. I swear to God. So there are definitely examples there. That metro metro review is clear as day. I'm sorry. Blind Riot because I'm Puerto Rican, meaning I've never had cut coke. Just saying. What? I believe you. Puerto Ricans are lit, by the way. I need to go to Puerto Rico because some of the parties I have seen, the street party, are mad. 
Uh, I'm not talking about that. Uh, well, Silent Cypher with the two dollars. Okay. Oh, can I play the guitar freely? Thank God. Silent Cypher. Thank you, Acer, for telling him this game-breaking feature. Um, Spartan661, thank you for the $5 Super Chat. Mars Morales is going to be remade in 2025 to have two Game of the Year nominations for the Game of the Year award. It wouldn't even surprise me at this point. And that's why I hate remakes being nominated. JD Gamer, the $5 Super Chat. I'm saying other award shows exist. Support them. And they can afford to not be at Jeff's show especially as they continue to buy more IPs and publishers. JD's basic, isn't that a little bit morally dubious almost? Like you are purposely yes, yes. <laughs> controlling and funding these award shows, JD? Yes. It seems a bit crazy. Seems a bit consolidation. He wants to consolidate <laughs> award shows. <laughs> I mean, JD... I mean, I competition is always good, but, you know, like... There are things that uh, the game awards can Im improve on, and it, it's yeah. the most watched award show. After out of all the other ones, easily Game Awards is the most watched award show for gaming. Absolutely, like for after BAFTA, we have the Dice Awards. Yeah, it's the most viewed. Iconic, um, you know, you can't really ignore the the Game Awards. So, nah, definitely, it not. is. It is what it is. And Ninja with the $5. I've given up caring about reviews. I will try the game myself. And if I like it, then it's a good game. Absolutely. The commercialism of gaming is a plague. That's probably the most sensible uh, position to take. But you can't divorce everything else unless you live it in a vacuum. But I do agree with that mindset. It's, what, but it's hard to escape. Especially we're talking about it now. Are you saying you're impervious to the things that you're hearing? Are you? Maybe you are better than us. JD, thank you so much again for another $10 super chat. No single show, not E3, not Gamescom, nothing is above reproach. The Game Awards needs partners and games, and Microsoft can simply support another show, elevate that show whilst leaving Jeff's show to PlayStation. That is a bad strategy, in my opinion, JD. You can't do that, man. You just, you're just opening yourself up. All right, we're going to play on our own playground whilst... Everyone is watching that show. Yeah, Xbox just, just the, needs do the to why not make both. good game. Like yeah. they're making good games, just just kill it. Go, look, the attitude shouldn't it be? Buy all of the awards. Support <laughs> everyone. Throw money yeah. everywhere until you win something. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, JD. No, but we, we can talk about that for a while. Okay, but Mighty Keith is concerned about Xbox because it didn't win any Game of the Year nominations and Starfield as well. So I mean, maybe... like when we're talking about talking about the Metro thing with Hi-Fi Rush, they are one of the people who votes. That's that's kind this of the, criminal. the problem. Uh, like criminal, with, they should yeah, not be allowed. With, you know, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't should be allowed. Not be but... allowed anywhere near where they have a bearing on anything, no matter how small. <laughs> even 130, one out of 130, Metro should not be allowed. Fucking crazy. That's like yeah, having yeah, me yeah. there to judge console wars. Like I'm sorry. Actually, I could do it probably well. Um, but yeah, stupid. Um, PlayStation Portal. Can we talk about this? What I thought would be a redundant device. IGN gave it an out of 10. Bias. Confirmed. <laughs> the PlayStation Portal is out. This device, which I'm sorry, just looks shit to me, but maybe it has some utility. I've got a gig internet. I got gig internet now, people. Yeah, it feels good. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good. If you ask me, Gaz, do you feel a discernible difference? I have no idea, but I'm sure it <laughs> feels good. But until I do some streaming, maybe I'll feel something. I haven't actually looked at the, the the download speeds exactly, so I don't know yet. But why am I talking about gig internet? Completely? Yeah, PlayStation Portal. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So this yeah. device is out, and J-Dub 
is has been hired by Sony to market this device single-handedly <laughs> to Jadam and all his crew of people, proving that PlayStation guys will buy anything. Sony, you just need to release that Xbox-type jewelry on PlayStation. The people will buy it. If you released a PlayStation G-string, they would buy it. The PlayStation Portal, am I being unfair? 3-bit. I was going to call you 4-bit for some reason. I got the numbers wrong. 3-bit. <laughs> yeah. What am I just being a dick? Probably yes. I just but... think well personally, I don't think it's it's weird when 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 you take different reviews like like IGN and, and people say like oh you take that review in a bubble. Like I I can't compare this review to another review because another review did that review and you can't compare when this is reviewing higher than the Steam Deck, that's when I'm just like um <laughs> on IGN this is IGN's specific review what i oh, think yeah. about the playstation portal is not personally for me um i prefer to have more native things on a handheld device i don't really want to deal with internet if if i go to a hotel this seems like kind of a nightmare to to even uh try to do the playstation portal try to figure out how to connect it maybe do my uh use my phone somehow to put the hotspot on there and i don't know it just seems not very so, so what good. you alluded to, chat, what he's alluded to is this portable device is not actually that portable. Because if you leave your house, you can't really use it portably because you have to log in online and sign in. Except this thing doesn't have a fucking browser. Yep. Yeah. Which they probably did because of Game Pass. They probably didn't want people playing Game Pass on. Oh. That's why I feel like they make sense. Yeah. I feel like they didn't put a browser on the the PlayStation portable device because because of of Game Pass. Because Game Pass. Otherwise, people will play Game Pass on the PlayStation Portable. (laughs) Yeah. That's my theory. Oh. You know, that is what it is. But it's not. It's not for me. I feel like if they did something more native, like a PS Vita, that that would be more towards my thing. But. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, good. Uh, I don't. Is it a good device? Because it looks like shit to me. I'm sorry, but who's buying it? People are apparently sold out. Well, my look, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. So I, I, I'm not buying this thing. I'm not touching this thing. But I will yeah. say, I think it looks sexy. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, I think it looks absolutely hot. Um, and I say this, I think it's actually the the most convenient looking portable device i'm not interested in buying it whatsoever but when i looking when i hold the brick that is my switch and i have to flex my freaking fingers to hold it when i hold other things that have like just the slightest grip behind Uh, okay but then freaking you have just straight up you're holding the controller controllers yeah you're holding the playstation 5 controller with a screen in the middle of it and Mm. that might seem simple but it's like i don't really care about looking super fancy pantsy this just kind of looks like it's doing the job and it's got the white aesthetic that the playstation 5 is going for so fine like like i actually, I actually I think, think the only I thing i like right about there. it is the design that's the only thing i do like about it i actually think a lot of filthy casuals <laughs> the mass market people will look at that and think oh it's a playstation <laughs> version of switch and they'll end up buying it not really realizing <laughs> that's basically relegated. but it doesn't yeah, have the, the my my problem with it is the sort of the capabilities of the device <laughs> comparing it to like a steam deck this is not in the same league yeah. to me as a yep. steam deck so if if like if you were at home and you had your playstation 5 and you want to go downstairs and play that's that's where i feel like it really shines like if you don't want to be uh stringent upon being on 
couch TV set up, you want to kind of like walk around. I feel like the device is pretty good. Anywhere outside your house, it's not really made for that. It doesn't feel like it's not very portable to that extent. Um, and that's where I have a problem with how some people are viewing. Like, this is better than the Steam Deck. It is. No, I still yeah, I say it's better than it's it's, coming for the Nintendo Switch. And I laughed. So, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a native sort of device. It's not. That's not what it's. I it's think capable. I think that's speaking. Not what's going Speaking of Paris Lily earlier, I think it was either him or somebody else that they posted like, oh, look, I'm using my rogue ally oh, to play to play uh, oh. PlayStation Portable or whatever. And I was yeah. like, and he's like, yeah, I'm playing my PC stuff, my Xbox stuff and my PlayStation stuff with my rogue ally. And I'm just like, damn, boy, pretty good. Ad. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good ad. Uh, the rogue ally, yeah. it does cost like quite a bit. Yeah, but, uh, price factor is, this, is it thing. Yeah. It, this is selling though, two hundred dollars or whatever sold out of the official PlayStation it's just, store. I'm sorry, the absolute horseshit part of it that IGN <laughs> called out, like as much as you want to give IGN shit, they did call out some bad things about it. Which he's like, it is absolutely outrageous that this thing doesn't have Bluetooth. Like that is Eight absolutely dumb. Like, they gave more less to Steam Deck. So, anyways, the Bluetooth part. Um, <laughs> that's kind of my point. Yeah, but yeah. but it's absolutely dumb. Like, like, why would you make any kind of portable device that doesn't have Bluetooth? That's why did they do that? Battery life or something? What because they it? want to freaking curate their own devices the, and sell them. The I don't Apple know. of gaming. I'm being and they literally even pointed that out in the review. They're like, the only way we could connect to anything is either plug something in, or the only wireless options is their two hundred dollar devices oh wait they have a 150 dollar one but it's not even out yet kind of a thing that's, like that's they're a joke that's crazy IGN, they score terribly i just don't think the score based on what they were saying what the negatives were i don't feel like that matches with the score i feel like the what they scored the Steam deck that. is more closer to <laughs> that wasn't okay you know it's this is weird no, I, I don't agree the, with the, the problem with ign is you're right for three bit it's the misaligning of scores and what the reviews actually read like um, it's like Dan's reviews um, at IGN. Asa, do you think this machine, this, what are your thoughts on this device? Uh, it's, it serves a niche within a niche. Um, I'm never niche interested within? in any of the, yes. it's a niche within a niche. It's a small portable device screen thing that only really works around your own house in a very specific circumstance where you don't have access to your TV, but you want to play a PlayStation 5 game, which is like real small section of people but they do exist and they can buy it it's like xbox sell nail polish and i don't want it but i'm not angry that they're selling it and getting all upset so playstation little portal thing existing doesn't upset me but i definitely don't want one for myself um i didn't give it an eight i don't know that means nothing to me like there's no i don't i just use constant warring i don't really care for it yeah but um the, the cloud thing, I tried PlayStation's cloud the other day on the PlayStation 5 because that's really the only thing that it's, like, it's fit for at the moment. They quite recently launched the PlayStation 5 streaming and, and it didn't really work. So oh, like, it, it worked. It was relatively crisp. It had horribly raised black levels and the center, center speaker didn't come through. So I just had a look at um, Gotham Knights and it played the little trailer and all the voices were like just slightly diffused to either side but there was a channel of sound missing. And oh, this is wow. like... You're almost there, but I can understand why you don't want this to be the selling point of the portal just yet. Because it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that noise on, on the cloud front, um, and you did a great video on this, Acer. Um, 
Xbox announced that they're doing a limited time like a deal where Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, guys get um, a subscription to GeForce Now. And if you haven't checked out chat, check out Ace's video on on this. That GeForce Now is a game changer, which I'm definitely trying because I'm hearing people saying, especially with my internet now, I'm saying that this is a game changer. That that, that is incredible. And Acer has said it's incredible, like astoundingly good. GeForce Now, and now there's a Game Pass Ultimate. Um, basically, I think you get it for the same price or a discount um, for GeForce Now. You get it. Or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely not free. So if you get the, the six-month GeForce Now premium pack, then you get three months of Game Pass included with it. Um, oh, okay. But you do have oh. to commit to that six months, which is like 100 quid over here. But oh, GeForce wow. Now is freaking phenomenal. So if you're looking at playing a game like, like Alan Wake 2 is a, a prime example. If you're playing that on a console when you could be playing it on GeForce Now, you, you're not doing yourself any favors because you would That's have... That's crazy. That's crazy that we're and here. This, that this you're isn't for that. everyone because there are some people that I'm are like further away from data centers and all the rest of it. But yeah, yeah. The the video that I uploaded, if you just look at that on YouTube, um, this is like it comes through pristine, and then I put it onto YouTube. So you bear in mind the YouTube compression, but you look at that video on a 4K OLED or something, and you will not be disappointed, wow. even after that extra jump. Uh, right. Okay. That's crazy, man. Like the deal, because I'm reacting to this right now. Like I only saw like titles of this like xbox and nvidia make partnership whatever and i didn't know what the context was so mm. so so it, it's not what gaz is saying where it's included in ultimate it's like it's no, like no, a promotional no. thing with nvidia where you get their membership and they include a month of game Pass ultimate is that what Three it is of game or... pass or okay that's game plus for pc mm -hmm. you know what happened okay. you just know what happened blind right just gave another freaking five and i think he even gave another five before that ajh poison maniac cullen prime ash and Dan Meichler. Wow. Shout out to you. Shout out to Blind Riot, man. Give Shout out to Poison. That's my boy. Shout out to Poison in the chat. Poison Mania, I see you. Um, yeah, man, look, bro. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I need to play it. I've downloaded it on my OLED. You can actually download it on some LG OLEDs. Someone was streaming uh, Alan Wake. They showed it to me with full path tracing. I think it supports ultra everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kay Santi even had it like streaming. I think it was a rogue ally or something. Cloud Hoggy Chani, I don't know where you are, but Hoggy Chani, you need to present your knees about cloud gaming because that and GeForce Now may be the source, and you were downplaying the source. That it looks incredible. I can't wait to try it, actually. I'm going to do that after the show's ended. Uh, JD Gamer, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Jeff has been known to leak Microsoft's plans, hold them to a different standard. I do I don't, don't trust you. Um, and ask questions of Xbox execs that you would never ask a PlayStation exec. Can you give an example there? Stop supporting a person that is so hostile to your platform. That's JD, if you I care think... about the console wars. If you just start yes. watching the I, game awards. Actually, I think JD is right. I, I, don't think, I don't think Phil Spencer likes <laughs> like, him actually... that much. I don't think... I don't... Uh, you can see Phil. Phil's a bad poker player. Man, actually, he's probably a great poker player. But... Mm. I just don't think he's a fan of Jeff Keighley. I just don't think that. Don't, that's 2022 so. where he looked like he was constipated. Obviously, that was his own doing. But Jeff Keighley is a bit... You're talking uh, about the last Game Awards where, where uh, Phil Spencer was just in the audience is kind of like... Yeah. Oh, PlayStation, another word. PlayStation, another word. Play, you know, that's... Well, yeah. I, I would I, feel I, some type of way. <laughs> I feel some type of way as well. But I also just I have this inkling that is just like... Uh, because... 
and I'm not hating on Jeff, but he's very salesy. Maybe he has to be to be successful. And I think that'll just rub mm. Phil the wrong way. But he's also very salesy. Uh, JD Gamer with the $5 Super Chat. Spencer is on the E3 board as well. But that doesn't mean E3 is relevant to them anymore. It's not crying to simply go to a friendlier place. I'm not saying you're crying, JD. Um, but I think the strategy merits some consideration. Um, because I don't think that's a surefire way to succeed. Blind right with the $5 Super Chat. Mighty queef is the thing that happens. You just keep going. It sounds... It's, it's a sound. It just happens. Be, move beyond it. Oh, poor mighty Keith. Um, Deadly Headley with a five-pound super chat. Shout out to you, man. I used my backbone in the barbers last week to play party animals via cloud, and it's half the price. Portal can get the fuck out. By the way, I'm hearing reports of Game Pass Cloud, xCloud, having users being subjected to massive queue times why is that yeah have they i've gotten that lately it started i don't know when it started because i used to be able to get in like immediately but immediately, lately yeah. it's just been like longer wait times like one to five minutes even longer than that i've so. noticed why it the is past that? Is maybe that more three people months using it or they're cutting yeah. down on their resources what's going on there i'm not sure maybe they are cutting down on some research ever since uh during the court cases there they're like where um, mm. cloud has been this huge uh, place for arguments within the CMA and different things. I feel like ever since then, it's been very so like, okay, we can't focus in on the cloud. Did you find, did you find it any good once you got through the queue though? Do you like the service? I, I like the service when it works and I could get yeah. in. <laughs> I, think, I don't like I think waiting for certain for games. Though. Like I tried, uh, I had a phase where I was trying out age of empires four, which I, I dug. Um, and I was playing it with, uh, cloud when I was at a convention and it worked great for that but that's that's a real time strategy game you know um, I think I also tried Overcooked 2 with it and I was like this actually isn't bad It's uh, so it depends on the game but yeah um, but I did me, notice that that couple months ago it was like yeah it's taken a bit to get in compared to in the past yeah yeah, it's it's been taking longer and, and I think what the cloud is really great for is if you want to try a game and not download it if you if you're just like oh I wonder what this game is and then you jump in press play you just jump jump straight into the game without downloading and you're like okay this is actually pretty cool and then that causes you to to download that's how I've been using the cloud just as like a test for games it's like oh I always wonder about that game uh, about let's say party animals I wonder about party animals and we just press play on the cloud play it a little bit and you're like okay maybe I will download it this is kind of cool get better quality. You know, to add a bit of, to the news story that we're saying, the whole NVIDIA and Xbox partnership, I looked into it a bit. The, the other part of this is that they're they're living up to the promise that they were saying in those court cases where if you have PC oh. Game Pass, that now like synchronizes with NVIDIA now, basically. Oh, okay. So now mm. that library is in your NVIDIA library if you have NVIDIA, which is oh. what they were saying. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so that that's, that's what it is. Okay. At least from what I'm seeing on this article, but... Kinda, yeah. So the um, the games have been rolling out. Gen um, Nvidia add new games to the library every Thursday. So the Game Pass games have been going on there since since the deal was was pretty much put through. Slightly before that, I think. Um, but what's changing this time is they're just making the the experience a bit more seamless. So it used to be that every time you launched mm -hmm. a Game Pass game on GeForce Now, it would ask you to log in to Microsoft. Yeah, the synchronization is just going to make they, it a more seamless experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Which is how it works for Steam and things already. So, Psychonauts mm -hmm. uh, with a $5 super chat. Shout out to you, Psychonauts. Because uh, the, the Game Award judges should be 
a culmination, I think you're trying to say that, but there's a horrendous spelling of culmination of peers from development studios in the gaming industry to vote just like the Oscars. Um, this would end any biased views. Isn't that what DICE does? That's pretty um, much DICE, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what Cole Eastwood got rebuked on um, from Paul Tassi and uh, the ponies and uh, Paul Cole. Um, Justin Budrum, uh, Budrum, sorry, I, apologies if I've mispronounced that. Give it some time. PlayStation players will find a comfortable spot for their portals next to their dusty VR headset. Facts. I was thinking of the VR thing, Facts. yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That is so true. It's so hey, true. Hey, 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 can I ask Asa a question? In the absolutely. Game Awards, did you see the VR nominees? Do you have any thoughts on those? Oh, yeah. I didn't look... Okay. Didn't look. Oh my know, god! Um... Even your board of fucking VR. <laughs> I knew it. No, I, no, I'm the game awards. I didn't look at any of the categories really. Okay. I know that Horizon Call of the Mountain won the Golden Joysticks one. Um, that's in there. Uh, Turismo Seven yeah, was is. on there. Uh, so I can't remember. Oh, that's see, that's a curious one. Is, is that okay? Because that didn't launch this year. The VR mode launched this year, but the VR mode. Fair enough for me. Year, um, yeah. I think like Resident Evil Eight. Like say the VR stuff though. Most of the big <laughs> VR games this year are coming out in December and November, so they wouldn't be eligible anyway. Right? Mm, Makes it a bit right. tricky. Make it February, March. Just curious if you saw it. Yeah. Um, JD Gamer with five dollars super. Goes, it's not about console wars. Jeff asked when, but Jeff asked when is Tomb Raider coming to PlayStation? I saw that, uh, but he's never said oh, anything yeah. about PlayStation exec. A lot of Final Fantasy said he is a pony. I'm sorry, he's a pony. Hundred <laughs> percent. Jeff Keighley's a pony. We know that. Everyone knows that. Just like uh, Jason Schreier's a pony. Just like Ty Kim is a pony. Ty Kim was ch tagging Jason Schreier. They just fuck. They're, they're all ponies. Blind right with a $10 super chat. Paris, Paris, Paris. Is the hold the hands lord going to pop up with a sanctimonious bullshit? What has he done to you? <laughs> These are my kind of super chats. I, I don't I don't hate Paris, but <laughs> I love the smoke for him. Um <laughs> speaking of smoke, Knights of the Old Republic remake. We mm. thought this was a win. California. But PlayStation keep cancelling their shit. You never deserve this. Fuck PlayStation. Why would you get the one worst state of play it was it? Where I said, you know what, fuck, that's a massive fucking slap backhand on the face of Xbox. How dare you allow PlayStation to take Couture, which never featured on PlayStation, the remake, which I would have played, because I don't think that formula of that turn-based stuff has aged well. Couture coming back, this is going to be fucking killer. The place, they're going to have Couture coming back. Part of me is actually disappointed that Couture is actually cancelled, because I want to play that game. But I'm a dick. And that's why PlayStation is not getting that game. And they fucked it up. They fucked it up. What do you think about that? Am I a dick for quasi-celebrating? <laughs> the writing was on There's, the wall. I actually, I wanted it more than I wanted off, to be a was dick. This, was, I don't know the story fully, so I just I let me clarify actually, that. So so I'm not I'm not an authority. It's coming from Tom subject, Henderson but... and other sources. And Jeff Grubb? Maybe, maybe yeah. Grub posted about it that my because my it, first question, I, think, I wanted to go yeah. ahead. No, I was just going to say I initially where the rumors I believe started was 
every time there was a, a earnings call with the CEO of whoever was developing KOTOR, he refused to answer any questions about KOTOR. I feel like that's where it started. <laughs> and then people did more investigating on it and they're like, yeah, it's canceled. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't fully know where the story came from, but it, it feels like I, I'm pretty sure it's canceled. Uh, yeah. I want to clarify. Well, here, here comes the here comes the damage Boris control. Lily. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I don't I, unless and again, this is what I was building up to. I'm not well versed in the topic. I literally am trying to look up an article of it right now. But this wasn't PlayStation's call. So I know you want to do the console warning situation, but this wasn't up to PlayStation. This was Embracer Group or whatever, right? That's all I saw. So I don't doesn't matter. No, I, I'm being but, but what I'm saying though is like if this was Embracer, like actually let me look this up right now because I want to know who it was. Who was Wait, studio? Pretty it sure was Embracer. Embracer. Yeah. They're having a it's fucking turmoil. See, it's just a streak of all, and I think that is important because it's just a streak of all this stuff that Embracer Group has been doing all year long, and it's like. But They're initially, wasn't it? Man. It, it was another annoying. studio. If I'm not mistaken, it was. It was. They passed the game to another studio because initially it was. Sorry, there were reports remember. like a year ago that Aspira fucked up one, and it was going to go to yeah. Saber Interactive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So they switched it. Like this is the second time, I guess. They they, they had that studio. They switched it to this since this to this studio, and now it's possibly can't. So why is happening with Embracer, man? They're fucking. Really, they're leaking hard. Hard. hard, hard, yeah. They need some Xbox some acquire some stuff. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics. Back That's back one back. of the rare things. Like, um, I'm not a massive fan of consolidation and acquisitions everywhere. But you look at Embracer, and it's like, if someone doesn't, then some of those studios are not going to be studios anymore. So, <laughs> so like, doesn't need to be yeah. Xbox, but people do need to start stepping in. Publishers do need to rescue those studios. Yes, because Embracer yeah. are looking to there sell. Any them. good IPs there? Like, yeah. isn't Tomb Raider mm. there? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I Microsoft. think they own the Lord of the Rings video game rights as well. I think that yeah. went to them I don't know if that's last year. in perpetuity or how long they got them for, but yeah, they do currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Xbox grab, should grab buy, those. or someone should buy Crystal Dynamics. I don't think Sony will be in their trajectory now, but I think Xbox will be in conversations, man. Because that would be fucking stupid. Do not let that go. So Microsoft. I was gonna say Sony. Uh, I just think that, that would be a good fit. A perfect dark. That's, so. that, I think we said this on a show previously that because of the fact that they're working with Microsoft and the initiative on Perfect Dark, that those conversations probably have already happened. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Serve, you're absolutely right. Do not let Apple or Netflix get that shit. That'd be a waste. Like Amazon. Who did Amazon get? Uh, Iron Galaxy or someone? What the fuck are they doing? They just uh, or something yes. like that. No, they got double helix. Double helix. Who got the it. order? Mm. The order uh, studio. Eight and eight, six, what are they called? Meta got there or Oculus, but Facebook oh, okay. Meta. They're ready at dawn. Um, ready yeah, at they're dawn. very oh, small shell of themselves <laughs> now. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, never really liked Ready at Dawn. That guy there. What was his name? Pacino or something. You're so fucking How defensive. I like them. Lone Echo's good. Oh. Embracer expanded too fast. That's Lone Echo all was I that disc based game or the space one? Yeah. I don't space. Remember. Well, the disc well, disc based one. They did um, Echo Arena, which was throwing. Oh, that's discs. what I played. All VR games. 
Yeah, that's what I played. That's what I played. Uh, the Andrew Andrew Pesigno or something was his name. Um, thingy, and I remember when the Order eighty six flopped, um, just critically. He was so just like oh, reviews don't get it, and he would pick the reviews that did get it. It's like you guys get it. Like this is what we're aiming for. I'm like, hmm. you made a shit game, man. Just fucking deal with it. I hate that. I hate that. Hold your hold your hands up. It's like when John Garvin says, "Look." You guys didn't give it a chance. Play it after six hours, then it becomes fun. I'm like, bruh. Like, but at the same time, he was explaining the fact that the development of how it worked, it was unavoidable. So I'm not a developer, so I don't know. Uh, you know. Yeah. So you know, it's easy for me to be a prick about it without having any skin in the game. But I just didn't like the way he handled it. It's just fucking. No, crazy. I did, I, I agree, and I I. I battle with myself of how critical to be too now that i've i've been in those circles of of being around you're tainted, other developers. You're tainted like, now you've been soft critical you've been softer, yeah. <laughs> you've been softer. you're softer yeah. now no I have been honestly you, you have to be i think i think maybe perhaps i would be a little bit nah no i wouldn't no i wouldn't especially yeah. here we got another five Members from Solitech, Mr. Fu, Fletch, Capono, and Nanomate. Everyone in chat. This is the fucking. This, this is the fucking riot show. He has given Blind Riot has given so many memberships. I don't. Th I've never seen that on any other podcast. Like fuck the fuck. It's crazy. Please, thank you mm -hmm. for that and for supporting the show. Um, Dead Planet with the five dollar super chat. How my neck from straining like that is killing me. Through those Starfield and Forza were good. I don't feel like Xbox has suddenly earned a several months losing break until the next exclusive. Do you guys agree? I don't feel like Xbox has suddenly earned a several months long break until the next exclusive. Do you agree? I agree. I agree with earn, you. Suddenly earned a several months long. Like, break. should they get a break because they've done, they've, they've delivered Hi Fi Rush, they've delivered Forza, they've delivered Starfield. Oh. Uh, should they get a break? No, no. Look, Dead Planet, like, everyone has said it. Like, Phil Spencer said it. You're going to get a game every three months and blah, 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 blah. Then give it to us. That's where I was lost. Like, what's the definition of several? I always lose track of that. I'm like, three or four yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Is several months. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah. Harry Balzac says Forza lol. Shut the I don't give a shit if you remember. You can suck my Forza is a great game. Great game. I lost all my footage of Forza. I need to get back on it. Forza is sick. Don't even dare talk shit about Forza. No, get murked. I remember when, when they first so showed Forza and then everyone's like, oh, it was the CG footage and then they pulled in <laughs> to the car actually driving. Uh, I still oh, remember Forza Horizon 5? Yeah, 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 yeah. For Horizon 5. Yeah. Uh, but Forza Motorsport, though. <laughs> can I just have a little venting session on turn 10? Acer, have you played? You haven't this pancake. Yeah, I'm not ten ten. Well, I have a play. Can I interrupt? I'm sorry. Just really quick, because guys, I want you to be able to do your rant, but uh, it it it's it's getting a bit late for me. As I was oh, so, sorry. Going we're, we're gonna wrap up. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up. Oh, okay, okay. Go, go ahead and do your up. thing then. I just want to make if you if we got like another five minutes, then I I think I'm yeah, good. Yeah, five minutes. We'll wrap okay. chat. Don't play any more super chats. Thank you so much for <laughs> for that. Thank you. Sorry, chat. Uh, honestly, we're gonna wrap up there. But very quickly, you played Forza Horizon. You say Forza Motorsport a lot. He said, "What are your thoughts on it?" Because we always said turn time never miss. Do you think they missed? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think they missed, apart from the lack of VR, obviously. I'd play it 
so much if it had that and it should have it's a racing game so it should have it um i do actually play it reluctantly i play it on sundays i do community streams on sundays and the people like pancake games and they like forza motorsport and it is very simple and easy when it works sometimes it doesn't work but when it works it's very simple and easy to just put a race together and say let's go um and have a good race so that means a lot to me more so than how dry the campaign is and all the rest of it but yeah i'd play it i'd play it daily if it had vr <laughs> what what racer feels better to you uh in pancake mode gt7 or forza that's i, I literally can't do comparison because it's the only game that i pick up a controller and play i hate playing racing games with a controller and in pancake mode so there's there's mm -hmm. no other game that i've actually played to make a fair comparison <laughs> Yeah, okay, fair enough. I just want to get your view on it because I know Nick Marseille yeah. is watching. I just want to get, and he respects your view. So let's see. Yeah. What he I played to. both. Uh, uh, I think uh, GT7 has better rumble controls, but for the most part, I, I think motorsport controls better to me. To me, Forza, I, I'm not being a troll. If you like rumble, I'm not being then a troll. GT7. Forza's <laughs> controls are the best controls I've ever felt in a racer. I've best yeah. by far. And I really want to play it. And on that note, and as we're about to go, I will say, shout out to Blind Riot! Wow, man. The last time I'm going to spend on this show! Oh, fuck, 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 Is that like 30 nice. memberships? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so total? Fucking more, more than that, yeah. Fuck! And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Maybe these members, the new members. Welcome to the family, bro. Hey, look, wow. you, he's assimilating like the Borg, bro. You've got Focus Active, Bernard Miller, Sign Films, Jar Jar Jinx, Jar Jar Kinks. <laughs> That's a sickness. <laughs> Greg Baker. <laughs> shout out to you guys. And shout out to this guy. Honestly, thank you for joining the family. Shout out to Blind Riot, man. He's really supported. Hit the like button if you enjoyed the show. I'll do the timestamps when I'm taking a shit. Gents. It's been an epic show. It's been a crazy like show. I like the audience interaction uh, ratio to um, chat as well. And you guys just killed it. Keep it, I know you need to go. Sorry, I'm so sorry, man. And I said two hours. Don't worry, bro. I've got you two hours. That it went out because <laughs> it's, it's so good. Tell the peoples, man, what's going on? Where they can find you? They know you are. You're famous now. Yeah, man, Samurai Kibiji. Uh, I've been on the show a few times. It's been good to chat with everybody here. It's been good to meet Bit. It's been good to meet you guys in chat. I hope this was fun to you. I just love to speculate on games because what I recently realized is that it's just one of the best ways of self-expression. I love it when people yeah. get to express themselves, and uh, that's a great way to do that, expressing over your passion. So that's what I'm about. If you want more of that, head over to my Twitter or YouTube. Those are the main two platforms I'm on. And uh, hit me up with you got any questions absolutely yeah. definitely check him out he's brilliant as well and you'll just see him on the documentary and other places <laughs> last but certainly not least bit welcome to your yeah. debut how was it how was it i hope you enjoyed it it's fun yeah. yeah it's fun i feel like we we all had like similar views but we, we where we differed we were very respectful and nice and so yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, appreciate the invite, guys. Everybody in chat was amazing. We had a lot of great conversations. You guys can find me on Twitter, i3bit. Uh, you, you see my stuff on there. But I appreciate the invite, everybody. It's been fun. Thank you so much, man. It was a lovely having you, man. And both of you, gents. And thank you, everyone in chat. Hit the like button. And thank you. Shout out to the mods in there uh, for killing it. Uh, Ilo, my gonads, you legend. Um, Asa, you bored, you bad with it. You didn't have to go. That's wicked. 
I have been sitting there staring at my phone waiting for a request to, to, to drive and pick my wife up, but she's not done it yet. She must be having a good time. So I've made it to the end. Thank you so much, both of you. So Kibbaji and 3Bit. I know you need to go, Kibbaji, but thank you so much for the, for the conversations, as always. Blind Riot, I see you there. Keep saying it's nothing, this support that you're giving us. It, it's not nothing. It's a lot for us. So thank you so much for that. And everyone in chat, um, do check my YouTube channel. I'm doing things. The reviews there are quite delicately threading a line for people that have played already played the game and people that haven't there's no spoilers in there but they they can take a lot from them i hope um so please do check those out and yeah guys say so when are you launching your thing i ask you this every week for the last three months i'm almost go. there almost there and i'm gonna give you a sneak peek because of blind right i'm this is it that bam that's my quick sneak peek for people who are still it's gonna be sick it's gonna be sick i'm gonna film some stuff tonight and tomorrow night i have to go outside in a tall building in the rain and film some shit why what am i doing you're gonna find out very soon uh but blind riot please reach out to me on twitter i'm gonna send you some additional stuff back uh stuff oh shit i forgot that um and we'll see you very soon give it a week maybe two weeks but you can see this week coming the teaser launch to it because i think it's gonna be wicked uh but thank you so much everyone hit the like button and we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye, y'all. Peace. Xbox tax. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they got in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd be brilliant. We're still alive. Okay, I, You're in control, remember? Oh, shit. Am I? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>